0: I write books about drunk aliens who say fuck a lot.
1: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Let's Rewatch, the show where we watch movies that we loved in our youth and find out if they're still any good. I'm Brett. I'm Sam. I'm Ash. And I'm Pat.
0: Yeah. Yeah
1: that Pat
2: energy, we did it. That big,
0: big Pat big energy. Pat energy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. No, I don't, like don't compare. Don't, like <laughs>
1: don't do that. That's Patches the. Hash- I'm gonna tweet better. the show with that hashtag.
3: <laughs> yes.
2: Yes. <sighs> uh, I have Man. to admit, I had to look that up the other day. Bryce and I were like, "Where oh, the goodness, fuck stick have you been, mean? Ash? Yeah, but, Jesus. but we were like, no, but we were like, not everyone's a Lizzo fan. Exactly doesn't. Oh, mean? okay, okay. What exactly?
0: I mean, if you have to ask. You don't have it.
2: (laughs) Clearly. Clearly I don't. Pat, teach me your big Pat Mm. energy way.
4: Mm. Uh, uh, uh. No. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, moving on.
2: (laughs) So we have an awesome guest today. Welcome, Martin Gooch. Hello. 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 Hello, Hello, Gang. How's it going?
5: Your different parts of the world that we're in. Yes. Yeah, this is like a
1: very challenging schedule for this podcast because we're we're all in mm-hmm. completely different parts of the day right
5: now.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Martin is in London. He's an amazing English filmmaker. Martin, how many feature films have you made?
5: Uh, well, uh, how many have I made? Uh, well, I've worked on 18. Ooh, wow. I've directed five. Ooh. Wow. Uh, and I've written 21. Oh, uh, my so gosh. That's a lot.
1: We watched uh, uh, Gatehouse last night.
5: God, I'm so sorry. Uh, that monster is <laughs> so oh cool. You know what?
1: <laughs> the monster is amazing. That a, we, were, I was just like, that is a freaking awesome design. Like, yeah. usually you don't want to have it on screen for too long, but, like, it was cooler the longer it was there.
4: Yeah,
3: as a stop-motion nerd, love that.
5: Oh, I'm glad you liked it. It was, it was fun. I think we have six or seven actors playing... Horned God in that film because we never we never actually had any money, of course. Oh, <laughs> we man. couldn't afford to pay one actor to be the Horned God. Like obviously in Alien, the original Alien, <laughs> you have one actor who's just Alien. <laughs> uh, but when we did it, we were so poor uh, we could just get whoever was not acting in the rest of the film to be the monster. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's awesome! So much everyone, everyone who's in the film is the monster at some point.
2: Oh, man. The little
5: girl, who, little girl the lead actress, Scarlett, she's brilliant. Her dad, who came along to look after her one day, he's the monster in one scene nice. as well.
4: That's <laughs> awesome.
1: Yeah, that little girl was really good, too. Yeah.
2: Nice. Yeah, you you guys have to check out also uh, Midwinter Night's Dream, which is a short Martin did. This is how I met Martin at Dragon Con last year, back when, you know, conventions were a thing. And, um, but in
5: the old days. Yeah, yeah, the old days,
2: <laughs> the, before the before times, times. Ah. yeah. <laughs> uh, is that on online yet, Martin? Can anyone watch Midsummer? No, 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 it's no. Uh, it, but
5: it is at the Oxford, England, Oxford, Oxford International Film Festival this week. Ooh. So, uh, I can always send you a link.
2: Okay, watch awesome. It. Uh, the- and it will it's be in... Years,
5: it's, it's all in one take.
2: Yes, that's oh, nice. the awesome part. It's wow. all in one take. So cool. It goes from day to night, too. It's it's awesome. Definitely worth checking out. And that's it'll a- also be streaming on the Gen Con Film Festival with Zombie Debt, right? Because we both got in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm very, very
5: excited. Cool. I really, I went to Gen Con last year because my new feature film, Atomic Apocalypse, mm. was at Gen Con last year. And Gen Con was so much fun. It was uh, Indianapolis, is a cool city with just loads going on. And uh, it was really great. And my producer and lead actress, Krista DeMille, came along with me, and we had an awesome time. And then uh, after we recovered from that, we went down to Dragon Con. Oh, yeah. It's even yeah. bigger mm-hmm. with more dragons and more, more <laughs> stuff in it. Um, yeah. That was great fun.
0: I have a question. Yeah, is
5: epic, epic
0: is Atomic Apocalypse set in December of 2020? Because it feels <laughs> like that's what we're building to.
5: <laughs> you missed it, Martin. You missed the opportunity. <laughs> the, the, the weird thing is, film got released, had its world premiere at Sitges International Film Festival, which is uh, in October 2018 and I said that this film is set two years in the future oh, oh my wow. gosh uh, so you did
3: this to us I mean, <laughs> yeah.
5: well I I'm went so and sorry, saw but I thought they were <laughs> going to a nuclear war rather than a virus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <I couldn't
2: laughs> talk about that. and you had a screening of that in LA uh, What was that February or March I feel like it was like right before That's everything February. happened and I went down and saw it and what? then it was like well this is relevant now
5: <laughs> Oh, yeah, because I think it was – the I got back to the U.K. on like the 18th of February.
2: Oh, man. And
5: uh, it was – my great-uncle Ming uh, was in the Navy in World War II, and it was his 100th birthday. Wow. And uh, I'm sure you guys all know that yesterday was the 76th anniversary of D-Day when the Americans and the British forces uh, landed in Normandy. And my great-uncle Ming was there in the Navy. He was so – in. there's this huge photograph. 1946 in black and white, where's where all these ships in the background? He's on one of those ships.
4: Oh, wow. so we that's came back awesome. to England
5: after seeing Ash, obviously, and, and at our screenings. And that uh, everything started to get a bit weird because of the virus, and then everything got locked down, and we couldn't go to his 100th birthday. So that's, oh. uh, that's a great shame.
4: Oh,
5: no, uh, uh, but yeah, he's all right, he's hanging around doing stuff, you wow. know, talking about the navy and things. <laughs>
3: Uh, got to get that
5: yeah, on he recording and he's still around that's yeah. it yeah. oh yeah yeah I filmed awesome. him yeah. oh awesome. wow right so that the bit before the, the before times seem a long long time ago it does. Yes. <laughs> yes it's weird
2: <laughs> uh but speaking of before times uh this Come on, movie Ash, comes on. to us from the before times right pat yeah
4: yeah
0: Today, we are going to watch the 1988 fantasy Is it epic. really?
2: The year Brett and I were born.
0: Hooray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was uh, an old man of five at the time, too, so I'm with you. These young kids. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't
3: even
5: born <laughs> yet. We're not sorry. five,
0: four. I was four. <laughs> um,
5: <laughs> you have to remember that, that the, the old times were so much better. Always. I mean, school. that
0: you guys could, you could go out. And see other people, and like this is go, true. you could go to movies and restaurants
5: mm-hmm. and things. Yes. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. didn't have to wear a mask. Yeah. Go yeah. to yeah. movie? <laughs> yeah, what
3: movie <laughs> goes yeah. to you? What I'm are you talking out?
0: about? Yeah, <laughs> Brett. In the before times, there were these big structures. They were like temples to entertainment. And God, would they congregate, they'd worship and they eat worship holy snacks and watch stories on a giant screen. You speak <laughs> crazy, movie <laughs> come to me.
5: People would talk, and a really important bit that you were trying to hear, and then someone behind you would flip popcorn at your ear and then pour coke on the floor, mm-hmm. and your feet would stick. It was brilliant! Yeah, it was mm-hmm. so great. You'd have experience. to wait so in good. line I thought for the 2020 bathroom. was
4: bad. <laughs>
0: oh man <laughs> uh so this movie was directed and written by a couple of real no names you've probably never heard of uh director some guy named ron howard and written by no. some guy named george lucas i don't I <gasps> mean, wait
3: really okay yeah, you know genuine that? shock i had no, no clue yeah
0: oh my god wow <laughs> and uh yeah
5: wow Mm -hmm. i mean ron Ron lucas and george howard yeah
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, did you actually uh, say the name of it pat yeah willow okay okay i was like we joked about the year but i was like did you actually get to say willow Willow.
0: so uh george lucas specifically wrote this film for warwick davis who's our titular star after Mm -hmm. meeting him on the set of uh the return of the jedi
2: where he was a kid, uh, right? Wasn't he a child? Yeah, cuz
0: cuz he that was in 12
2: or something. Wow. Mm-hmm. He's
0: he was uh Warwick Davis was only 17 during the filming of this, which is eight, you know. So
2: What? Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. How yep. amazing to be 17 and this like big time director is like, "I'm going to write a movie for you." Right. That's crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Uh, so, as we mentioned Warwick Davis will do uh cast and then the other sort of highest ranking cast member is again someone I don't know if you all are familiar with, but a Val Kilmer. Mm, uh, maybe it's Vale. Mm. Maybe it's a long A, maybe it's Vale. I don't know. I think
4: I saw him. Vale in in this, Chimer, uh, I believe
0: it's pronounced.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Vale. He's the Nipple Batman, right?
0: Uh was him or Clooney? No, Clooney was Clooney nipple is Batman. Batman. No, yeah, Clooney was, was nipples. Captain uh-huh. Nips. <laughs> so Thing about Val Kilmer is yeah. what's interesting to me personally is I'm a fan of a lot of movies he's been in, but I've heard more than once that he's not the most difficult to, or he's not the easiest to work with.
5: Mm-hmm. But which, what's
0: also interesting to me is he also strikes me as someone that's willing to not take himself very seriously. Which I feel like those don't, I don't know, and this is maybe my ignorance, but I feel like more often than not, someone who is difficult to work with probably takes himself very seriously. But then you have Val Kilmer taking roles like MacGruber, which are, is very silly. And he's the villain in that and not taking himself serious in the slightest. So I don't I feel think.
1: like it's a, pro- probably like a branding thing where it's just like it's it's uh, silliness on their terms, you know?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Did you guys see that article, the New York Times article about him?
1: No. Huh. Did
2: you know that he like. He had his vocal cords removed because I think he got had cancer or something. That's why he disappeared. What? And he's Whoa. he hasn't been in movies forever. Aww, because, what? yeah, and he's like.
4: So
0: he can't talk?
2: Yeah, he can't really talk very well now. It's was very, it yeah, cancer has man? taken his voice. No, no, no. That That's was not, um, yeah. Michael Keaton. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. hmm
4: yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Val Kilmer, the other Batman.
2: Yeah, yeah. Sorry.
1: <laughs> that is
4: sad.
2: Yeah, but it's an interesting article because it talks about how like his history and how he was uh, an unlikely Hollywood movie star. Um, it's kind of interesting. Google it if you're interested to know like what happened to Val Kilmer because I was like shocked. I was like, what? I didn't know he had cancer and all this stuff.
5: There were a very legendary stories about when he was Batman, and was it Joel Schumacher directed that one? They had a, yeah. a, a well publicized fallout and get oh. off my set and all this. Stuff. Wow. So, just before I was a director, I was a, a first and second AC. So I did a lot of movies like Harry Potter and Judge Dredd and James Bond. And it always fascinated me the people who caused the most aggro were the actors. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Very, very. I mean, occasionally you'd have a cinematographer who was a bit of a pain in the bum. You'd have a, I don't know, a key grip. Had ideas above his station or her station, uh, but very seldom was it a crew member who would cause trouble. Interesting. Uh, and then you'd have an actor come on stage who's a complete and utter disaster, <laughs> and slows everything down, costs a fortune, hasn't learnt their words, and is drunk or rude or anything. I always think I don't understand it. I never, never understood it because you know to to be an actor on a on a film requires a huge amount of work effort or luck or marrying someone famous or your dad's Francis Ford Coppola or something like that <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> to get there it's a huge huge journey for most people and then they turn up and then they behave like total blends so I never understood it yeah yeah I always never, never, never I always
1: think of that I don't know if it's actually true but that rumor about uh, um, Johnny Depp wearing an earpiece for the last couple pirates movies where he's just like I'm not even going to learn my lines. Just read them to me and I'll read them like live.
2: <laughs> mm, well, Marlon Brando is like that too, right? With the oh, post-it I'm, notes.
0: That's Island of Dr. Moreau. It's infamous. He's just... Mm-hmm. Yes.
5: Uh, yeah. They filmed they Island of Dr. Moreau in Australia uh, in 1996 or 7. I was working in Australia as a camera assistant. Uh, and I did a film called Pause, which is about a little dog, Billy Connolly. And then I did another film called Wanted. Just is a Korean movie, and whilst I was there, all the crews were going off to do Island of Moreau, Dr. Moreau, and you know, I would I'd meet them in, in Panavision, because you'd go and get your Panavision camera, because it's all on 35mm, and I'd be coming in off a shoot on one film, and they'd be coming in prepping for Island of Dr. Moreau, and all these stories were coming through, we are going, this can't be true. And then Richard Stanley, the director, got sacked, and he dressed up as a wolf or whatever and came back and (laughs) like this is insanity. (laughs) Meanwhile, uh, uh, the thin red line was prepping. Mm. I got a job on that for two weeks as a camera technician. is you know, 1997. And um, so I was doing that. And all this was going on at the same time. So one film was sort of collapsing. Other film was being filmed. That's what I was doing. And another film was being prepped. At the same time in this little camera uh, place. <laughs> wow. And uh, it, was, it was fascinating to hear. The, the, it's, like, it's like being on the front line and having the war reports coming in. Yeah. Uh, fascinating. Wow. Yeah, I don't think, I think Brando on films like that, This he's so famous and so old and so can't be bothered.
4: That's mm-hmm.
5: different. Mm. You can you can be Marlon Brando when you're Marlon Brando, and you think I can't bother to learn the lines. I'll get someone to write them out. But when your career is starting, right in the middle of your career, mm-hmm. you're saying I can't bother to learn my lines.
1: Yeah, like you don't yeah. you sure. don't have the clout for this.
5: Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you do not.
0: <laughs> and the writers are always the easiest to work with. Right? Best people, <laughs> nicest, sweetest.
5: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah yeah pat that's you're great have, that's, yeah that's why they have a writer's room to keep them in their own room
0: <laughs> checks out
4: checks out yeah that seems keep right. them yeah.
3: separated it's real troublesome when your director is also your writer just gonna throw that out there no offense okay so hey now <laughs> This is just one bad experience that's colouring my opinion. <laughs> yes, that's true. You do have a very bad
2: experience with
5: that. Yeah. Uh, the thing is, like, I started writing because I was the cheapest writer I could find.
2: Right, yeah. I <laughs> so
5: wanted like, Have you I met me? to get scripted. <laughs> <laughs> you got nothing. <laughs> He'll pay you. When I, I the weird thing was, I used to direct TV. I used to direct a show over here called Hollyoaks, which is like Beverly Hills 90210, but set in Liverpool. And I used to direct that. And it was great fun. It's all single camera. They had beautiful cameras and great. And the actors are really good. The scripts would come in. Sometimes the script was just not finished. It was not ready. The the, the yoke was still too runny. And, <laughs> uh, and I would phone up the producer and I'd say, look, this line is wrong. Can we just change it? And he'll say, as per script. Uh. Yeah, yeah but we can make it be, as per script and uh, then we'd be on set a few days later and you'd be filming and everybody's there and the actor would come in and the actor would say martin i just i don't think we should say this i really think you should say that because in the last scene he's married to her and now you're saying he's married to her i said i oh, know it's it's uh, the writer's thing and we'd have to phone up the producer and he'd say as per script and mm. say no, no no we've got to change there's an error and then he'd phone up the agent, and the agent would say, no, we're not changing it. We'd say, you have to. And they'd phone the writer, and the writer would say, I'm not changing it. And then the agent would say, he's not changing it. The producer would phone me and say, he's not changing <laughs> it. And I'd go to the actor, we can't change it. And that would have taken all day, and we'd have done nothing. So so when you're on set, uh, you can't do anything.
2: Yeah, because in, in TV, the writer, the writer actually kind of has a lot more say than they do in, in movies, right? Like in TV, the writer... Uh- Really has a lot of power that they don't with a film.
5: Yeah, totally, I mean, if you watch so much telly these days, you can't tell who directed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you're given a style, and you have to go and and then it's a wide shot and a close up and this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and so the writer who who does the whole arc, then the little writers for each episode, they they are much more important because they're controlling the whole uh, the thing mm-hmm. series.
1: Yeah. That's so true because I feel like a lot of a lot of TV shows will advertise like special guest director so and so, and it's just like I could not tell. Yeah,
4: yeah. Well, <laughs> no. yeah.
3: It makes you, it a lot easier to blame them when it goes wrong. <coughs> Game of Thrones. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because the showrunner is more filling in, you know that that overarching director role mm-hmm. than than a director that comes in.
5: If you just think of it purely technically. Like uh, uh, if you're filming a TV series with more than one episode, you might be filming at the same time. Mm-hmm. You need more than one director, so you might yeah. end up with directors. I think Game of Thrones had uh, two directors per. Sorry, one director did two episodes per yeah. season.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: You have five directors for ten episodes, sort of thing. Yeah, and then as as they we went along. Uh, the main creator started directing more episodes and making it worse <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> but willow tell us more great, about willow
0: right?
4: yeah, yeah.
0: Oh. <laughs> no um willow. Yeah. so i want to talk about willow who here I've seen it I like uh Martin obviously you've seen it because you suggested it to us uh Brett Ash Sam have the version, I have
1: seen it the version that we're gonna watch today uh if you're using the uh uh Oh my, no! Is my, there my,
2: different versions?
1: Well, no, okay, so no, but the, if you downloaded it from my Google Drive as <laughs> no. from my personal backup, because we lost the DVD that we had, uh, I, never I had, had a to. DVD. We had the DVD at one anyway. We I had to. <laughs> this is I ripped it from YouTube, but YouTube has two versions that don't have all of the footage, so I had to download both ver- versions and edit them together, <laughs>
0: and then recolor oh, wow. correct one of them.
1: <laughs> so yes. match. The,
0: it's on disney plus <laughs> is
5: it <laughs> it is yeah it? yeah, yeah. Oh.
0: okay it's,
5: i'm gonna sorry. watch it on disney plus Amazon. <laughs> Amazon. I, I could spend that two dollars
1: the, the time <laughs> the mean, time when we tried to do this it wasn't anywhere so.
5: yeah like literally right. you well we've find been it trying indeed. to do
2: this for the podcast such a long time and there was another guest, I can't remember who it was, who suggested Willow, but literally the only way we could watch it back then was to order the DVD, which was like extremely expensive for yeah. some random reason. Yeah, it was
1: like, like 40 bucks or something. Yeah, like-
2: it was ridiculous and it wouldn't have arrived in time for all of us, so we couldn't do it. But we have been trying to do this forever and they just recently, I think with the Disney Plus, put it on Yeah uh on streaming because for us in america martin it hasn't been on streaming this whole time
5: i don't know i don't know uh when i last saw it i saw it it when it came out wow the cinema in 19 ever uh because as a kid i loved all the fantasy ones so uh you know krull dragon slayer Mm -hmm. star wars obviously that sci-fi fantasy um uh, Hawk, the Slayer, uh, Lady Hawk, mm. anything like that. Me and my brother would just go down the cinema. And Conan watch it. the Barbarian, and then we'd- Conan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Conan. We never saw Conan. I don't know if it got a cinema release in the UK. Oh. I'm sure it did. Uh, but I'm sure it did. But we, me and my brother, we just missed it. We didn't. We never saw that.
1: We saw Dragon Slayer uh, on accident <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a couple of years ago. Uh, it was like uh, one of the autoplay things when we were watching uh, something on Hulu, and ah. that was an unexpectedly just super dope movie. Like it's super metal. Oh, I love it's it. so Literally.
4: metal. Wow. <laughs>
0: I love. I love 80s fantasy movies. Me too. So many, like, and even the not good ones are still fun. To watch. Yeah,
5: totally. Yes. Um, Dragon, Dragon Slayer was amazing. I, I, I remember then when that came out, I think I was probably about seven. and uh, We went to the cinema with my dad, and we never used to go to the cinema very much. It was like a big deal. It's like a special thing, you know, like birthdays, etc. Mm-hmm. And we just thought it was amazing because you got got to remember no special effects in those days, no computer effects, mm-hmm. thing like that it didn't exist. Wow. So when, when spoiler alert, but I think people, you know, it's, it's 30 years old, it's allowed. <laughs> he walks into the cavern and the, the dragon comes up, Vermin Thrax comes up behind him. I just thought it was the most amazing thing I'd ever seen in my life. It was just incredible. I completely believed that dragon was real wow. as a little boy. I mean, now because it was
1: real. It was practical effects. Yeah. Which is like, oh, no. it was real. Yeah.
5: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hundred percent real. And uh, and of course it's brilliant because you know his magic sword doesn't work and the princess doesn't fall in love with him and the king takes all the credit and blah blah blah. Um, oh. And, oh, yeah, brilliant. I'm gonna have to check this out. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. It's
2: really
4: awesome.
1: F- future episode yep. recommendations, honestly. Ooh. That's
4: it's yeah.
0: good. Well to, yeah, well have, we'll, have but, but, yeah. we'll have you come back. We're already playing <laughs> the next already your next
1: appearance. We'll have come
0: back next time, you know next movie it,
4: it was um, on martins we
1: were list. trying to do uh a, a, expectations and i got sidetracked cuz i said yeah. i was talking about how well, terrible my rip of it was <laughs> uh,
4: yeah i, I think uh, the still, still well ta- i mean the cast ta- ta-
0: so so you know val kilmer warwick davis are i feel like the most household names in this and there's a bunch of people who are i feel like are not household names but you've seen them in lots of things mm. um like uh Tony Cox, African-American little person. He's in a ton of things, like the Bad Santa movies. Uh, he's oh, in right. Um, mm-hmm. So uh, Joanne uh, Whaley, I want to say. Wally, Whaley, W-H-A-L-L-E-Y, Wait. Wally. Mm. And she, I feel like she's done a lot. I'd say most recently, the one of the more notable roles she had was for everyone, anyone who watched the Netflix Daredevil show.
4: Mm-hmm. She
0: was Sister Maggie. Oh, the nun. He, yeah. No spoilers. Okay, um, but just the nun. Season, season three. Nun, right? Season three. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's Pat Roach again, not a household name and not necessarily the most recognizable person, but he was a henchman in every he does. for for fifteen years. Every adventure movie, fantasy movie, he was a henchman. Two Indiana Jones.
5: Oh wow. Um, he punches Harrison Ford in the face. Yep. Oh. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, it in Raiders of the Lost Art with the Delta Wing aircraft as it's spinning around. He's the person mm-hmm. comes up and punches Harrison Ford in the face. Oh
0: Ooh. wow. Yeah. They had the big fist fight, yeah, with the the with the plane.
5: That's right, yeah.
2: And I saw um, he's also in Conan the Destroyer. hmm Cool. Wow. Yeah. It looks like he's been in like everything.
0: That sounds yeah, All every of- <laughs> fantasy movie from that era. Red Sonia. Conan, Indiana Jones. Yes. Um,
5: and he, he used to be in a in a, well, he, in a British yeah. TV series called Alpha the Zane Pet, which was ginormous when I was a kid. So it's like a bit more of a household name uh. over here. I think he actually used to be a proper oh, wow. wrestler. Oh, yeah, like proper wrestling. You know, Interesting. Like punching people in the <laughs> Nice.
0: And then uh, just kind of rounding out the cast is two uh, comedians, Kevin Pollock and Rick Overton, play a small comedic oh. roles in this
4: oh wow
2: yeah mm-hmm. i feel like kevin pollock is a familiar name
0: you'll reckon or you might not recognize him in the movie if you googled him you'd recognize him oh i totally um,
2: recognize him yeah
0: so oh I, he's,
2: in, I, he's in he's in miss mazel
0: yeah 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 oh, he's um,
2: he's moosh joel's
0: yeah joel's yeah. Dad. um Mar- moisha
2: that guy's
0: moish parents yeah name moish. dick Overton. Uh, <laughs> so uh who ash you say you have seen this before
2: yes mm-hmm.
0: and sam you said you've seen it before yes okay
2: okay so everyone has seen it
0: yeah but not for or,
2: have you seen it
0: oh yeah i love this movie <laughs> it's been a while though it's been maybe 10 years since i've seen it maybe more but i do i do remember really liking it a lot um i'm trying to see a lot of this trivia is interesting but a lot of it is kind of spoiler but we have all seen it um so do you remember there's a scene with lots of pigs right do all remember that
2: I actually, uh, I'll be nope. honest, I don't nope. remember okay. much. So, <laughs> so it might <laughs> be good to save it till after.
0: <laughs> <All right. laughs> um, uh, like, here's I a, here- remember
2: Warwick Davis is in this movie, and that it's fantasy, and
0: that's yeah. it. <laughs> so um, here's a couple, just a few fun, we can get to predictions in a minute here. A few, well, um, a few fun facts. Val Kilmer ad-libbed most of his dialogue. Oh, wow. Really?
3: Huh.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, George Lucas was upset that Val Kilmer got first billing over Warwick Davis because he wrote it for Aww. Warwick and Warwick, Play. Warwick He's plays Warwick like the Willow. main character, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Wait,
3: how do they determine first billing then? Uh, Is this who gets it's part
2: paid of the most? contract
3: negotiation.
2: The oh,
5: yeah. mm-hmm. like star, uh, uh, star Wars has no actors' names at the beginning and uh, and that's a, mm-hmm. that's a, mm-hmm. uh a, what do they call it um a breach of the director's guild and all that so when he did right uh,
2: it he got him kicked out had, right had
5: to pay one hundred and fifty thousand dollars or whatever it was to uh, be allowed to have the title sequence how he wanted it george, george lucas oh. so,
0: don't know if it was worth it no kidding it was obviously, <laughs> yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah. i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm kidding yes um and then uh I don't know how this would have gone over. John Cusack went for the same role as Val Kilmer.
4: Oh, and interesting. He
0: quote considers it one of his biggest disappointments that he didn't get it. Oh. Really? Um Val Kilmer and Joanne Wally uh, met on the set of this and got married yes. after and then shortly divorced.
5: Yes. So that's why she became oh, Joanne wow. Wally Kilmer for a couple of movies before changing mm-hmm. her name again. Oh, yeah.
3: why well, you should just stick with your maiden name. <laughs> <laughs> burn Brian.
1: so
0: uh, this is one divorce is one. it's coming <laughs> it's it's funny Create, we're all like creative types we like to make stuff how you know we all have good ideas and bad ideas and that's the thing is the more successful you get sometimes a lot of your bad ideas come through luckily there was one really bad idea with this movie that did not come through and so George Lucas originally conceived of the concept for this movie more than 10 years earlier in the early 70s but he originally had titled it Munchkins.
4: Oh. <laughs>
0: that I feel like that no, no, thanks thanks so. aged aged very poorly. Very badly. Mm-hmm.
4: Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh,
0: so thank God that did not happen. Um, <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was back when people could still tell him no. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and all these, oh, these poor stuntmen. Uh, this is the last one. And then we can get to... Uh, so there's some close-up shots of Val Kilmer's character being dragged behind a wagon. Um, Val Kilmer was kneeling on a pedestal behind the wagon while his stunt double was dragged behind, letting the stuntman's legs take the beating.
5: Oh. No. Oh. <laughs> well, that's what stuntmen are for, isn't Poor it? Poor stuntman. You know? Yeah, Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I hope difficult. he was
3: wearing knee pads.
5: Yeah. yeah. Well, very soft ground. <laughs> <That's>
0: <laughs> uh, so do we all... How do we think this movie did financially?
2: Ooh. I feel like it wasn't super successful. Yeah, me too.
1: It it Yeah, it feels like a movie that people wouldn't have been, like, ravenous
5: about. I
2: mm-hmm. feel like it got a cult following later, right? What, when did it, when year, did it come out again?
5: What year was it? 88. 88. So it's um, yeah. well after uh, um, Star Wars and Empire. Uh,
0: yep. And mm-hmm. it, so the estimated budget was $35 million. Does anyone want to guess opening weekend and gross? I'm going to guess profitable, but like they like they made their money
1: back and maybe another couple mil, like maybe it's 45.
4: Mm, the opening guess.
3: probably was only like in the hundreds of thousands. <laughs> well, no, not even <laughs> hundreds of thousands, probably in like the 20,000. Big range. Be my guess. It's, it's the 80s. I had to scale back. I think conversion rate.
5: no idea. I don't know. I have no idea. I, I remember going to see it and it being so massive and big, but I've never bothered to find so, out if it was successful or not.
0: I'm I'm curious about one thing, Martin. Did you see it? Were you in the UK yeah, yeah, when you oh, saw yeah, it? Yeah. And it was like when it opened? Okay. So I also wonder if IMDB uh, you know, venerated I you <laughs> want to use like box office mojo for? I feel the like I should because I feel like IMDb because what IMDb says was uh, opening weekend USA was eight million. Ooh, um, mm-hmm. gross USA was fifty seven, but it also says cumulative worldwide gross was the exact same number, which oh. incorrect. But yeah, that can't be right. <laughs> yeah, because,
2: that sounds like they just didn't have the data.
0: I so mean, like, worst case scenario, it would be at least the price of two UK tickets more than the US for cumulative worldwide cuz we know Martin went to see it. <laughs> <laughs> uh
3: I think it's pulling those numbers from box office mojo cuz they're the oh, same. Oh, there's just
1: incorrect or weird too. Oh,
3: yeah. okay. Um I don't yeah. I think it's more so that they didn't release domestic. Um I think it is just a uh, gross worldwide is 57 mil. Okay.
4: Oh. Yeah.
2: That's not, so. that's not bad. So, not bad. Bad, so yeah, so Brett was right. Yeah. They made their money back.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. Although, I mean,
1: and comparatively, some. you know, George Lucas b- was probably not expecting to only make 10 mil after after Star Wars.
5: Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that's true. He mm-hmm. should have made a better film. Um. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh. So we, we said we've all seen it. You can't,
5: you can't dog on the film you brought. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he,
0: can. he can do whatever you like. Right, I, I didn't
5: know it had to be a film I thought was amazing. I thought it was just a film I hadn't seen for a long time. This is true. You're right. Yeah. very yeah. fair.
2: Very fair.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, of it. course, of course. No, I mean, I, yeah. I go to the movies to be entertained and have fun. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't really go to the movies to come away and be angry. <laughs> 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 That's why you go to the Cannes Film Festival for that. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, I am optimistic about this movie. I think it's going to be overall an enjoyable watch. I think it's by no means going to be perfect. I think there might be, you know, will be some issues here and there. Um, unless, it, I mean, unless anyone else has a counter opinion to that. How So how long <laughs> has anyone feel like they've seen it more recently? than like, I gotta say, it's gotta be more. I'm going to say, what was 10 years ago? 2010. Oh my I, God. I, yeah. For me, it's maybe gotta more be than 15
2: that. or more. Yeah. It's gotta
0: be. I'm in like that 10 to 15 range. It's more recent for us,
1: just because yeah. we downloaded it like maybe like four or five years ago, like when we first started the show. That's
3: when we first moved here, was it not, so was 2018. It here? So, like okay, two it was only like two ago.
1: to two or three years in, two, and a, two years. But
3: I don't remember a lot, so I don't know why. It's Maybe <laughs> That's not, not, a not a good, good thing. sign. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember Warwick Davis being all like, "There's a baby."
3: I was gonna say, "There's a magic baby." I think. It's
2: oh, it's it's one like of the baby labyrinth?
1: movies.
3: Well, I guess the baby's mm-hmm. not magic
2: in Labyrinth, but
0: no, but it'll <laughs> remind you of that baby. Okay, I mean, yeah, we'll it's uh, the bad people want the special baby for reasons.
2: Ah, <laughs> oh, the babe, yes, the babe with the power, what power, like
3: power,
4: <laughs>
1: the power of mediocre box office returns.
2: Oh, it's oh. <laughs> much less... You know, cool. you know
5: they, you know they're doing a Labyrinth return, don't you?
2: Are they really? Because I feel like
0: they've been yeah,
5: talking about it for years. Just, well,
0: is it? Is have... it a sequel? Or is it just like they're going to redo it?
5: I don't know. If they, if they, if it's a reboot, I'm going to shoot them. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How dare you?
1: So yeah, and I, I, a, I, as,
5: I, and as an English person, I have no access to guns, so this is a completely empty. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs>
4: labyrinth um,
0: 2, labyrinth harder. <laughs> I saw something online thing. in reference to that. I was like, here's the only reason that would be okay, and I think could be good is if you. Um, cast jennifer connelly as the goblin queen (gasps) in the david bowie role
5: i do like that the thing the thing is that everybody forgets is that labyrinth was written by terry jones for monty python Mm -hmm. and that's why it's so good because it's got such a good script and it's so funny all the way through and Mm -hmm. my worry will be that whoever they get to write it will just write a movie and it won't have the level of comedy and and yeah. silliness and, oh, I'm just a worm. Come inside, meet the missus from uh, Labyrinth. The yeah. uh, Terry Jones and the Python yeah. mentality brought to the screen. Uh,
0: Martin, Martin, rest easy. You're going to be okay. I just did a little homework, and it looks like it is a sequel, not a reboot. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
4: oh,
5: that's good. Okay. I don't have to kill uh, anybody. Okay. <laughs> and in the
1: same universe sequel Are i mean is is it god is, is it is it Lucasfilm? lucas uh, or are they going to uh cg david bowie into it postmortem no oh no, no. stop, no, stop no,
2: Brett.
4: No, stop, stop it yeah. stop no nope.
2: i think <laughs> that's the world be wrong. we live in <laughs> i could be wrong but i'm pretty sure that the very first episode or at least one of the first episodes of let's rewatch was when they first announced that they were doing this and oh, yeah, i remember I talking yeah, about we did. it yeah <laughs> yeah
0: so this thing I'm looking at came out uh the 27th of May of this year.
2: Yep. Wow. Uh,
0: yeah. Cuz I think uh, they
2: even signed David Bowie initially, but then he died. Yeah.
1: This might be a Killer Clowns movie like it's it's going to be permanently planned.
2: Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, Killer Clowns 2, yeah. you mean. So how long ago yep. was it that you saw Willow, uh Martin?
5: Uh, oh god, 20 years. I can't remember anything. Oh, wow.
2: Oh,
5: okay.
4: This will be a
0: really good experiment. Do you remember liking it or having a positive experience? I I I remember remember seeing
5: it as a kid, uh, uh, but I'm going to talk about that afterwards. Uh, Okay. Very strong views.
4: (laughs) Oh.
5: (laughs) I went uh, at 88, so I saw it when I was 10. Or no, that's not right. Hang on. How old am I? I don't know. 16. So I saw it when I was about 16. (laughs) Yeah. There we go. Okay. 15 it, I
3: could see it maybe being um, skewed a little too young for you viewing it at sixteen. I don't know because I saw mm, it when I was 15. really young, like five, and I loved it. But yeah, yeah, I think I was young too.
0: I feel like that's there's remember. some that young. I feel like there's some scary stuff in here that
1: Sh- oh, right movie. over your head. Listen, like pre 1990 movies didn't care about scarring
0: children yeah oh, I don't mean, have to tell me the
3: dark crystal yeah yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I have stopped I've stopped so many movies on that right like oh this is a classic I remember this when I was a kid for my daughters and like wait I forgot about this part nope <laughs>
2: <laughs> whoops this is back yeah. when uh Things, things weren't quite rated
3: R. Things yeah. that were PG-13 I, were PG. Mm-hmm. I remember um, going to see George of the Jungle uh, in theaters.
1: Oh, boy. And oh, uh, boy. my
3: little brother. The Brendan who, Frazier? The Brendan Fra- Frazier the one. Frazier. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Brendan the body <laughs> Frazier?
3: <laughs> yeah, but but in the beginning, they had this short, and it was like a Halloween Mickey short. Where what? lovable Mickey gets turned into like a monster and like tries to eat people, and my little brother was like three and a half four, and it was like George of the Jungle supposed to be pretty safe that mm-hmm. short traumatized him, and he would oh. not go into a movie theater for like half a decade. He was like oh. nine before he went to see another movie.
1: is it this is
0: Zach yeah oh we <laughs> did we did we did I the figured. classic like <laughs> we've had it, we've had lots of pitfalls in the last like 6 months plus cuz of Disney plus with the girl, like the classic Disney movies like oh yeah the original snow white and then for a week straight my 2 year old was up in the middle of the night uh upset that a witch was going to get her
5: Aww. Uh, like, <laughs> fair enough reasonable <laughs> tapping <Right. laughs> at <out> the window <laughs> yeah
0: is anyone I, i'm very optimistic i think the net the net net is going to be a Fun time for everybody is my prediction. I, I think it'll am be
2: fun too. Concerned
1: yeah. that Uh-oh. that both twenty years ago viewing and two years ago viewing, we remember maybe the same amount of the movie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's possible that there there maybe is some uh, pretty views, but otherwise, it might be a completely forgettable film. I is it going
4: to be about.
0: another
2: legend?
0: happens. wait. How long is okay. this Nothing movie? will ever oh. be another legend. That <laughs> what's the runtime of this? Because legend, like
1: legend? Uh, so we like. I like. I love the of memory. It. We of have legend. a
2: whole episode you can listen to.
1: But <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was. It's one of those. Um, I feel like it compares better to like Face Off, where like everything you like about the movie happened in the first and last fifteen minutes of the film, and then what what happened in the middle? Tell me what happened.
0: And like it's difficult. Yeah, runtime of this <laughs> is two hours and six minutes. Um, okay. So it's funny. It's funny because we, the four of us, have different legend experiences. Because you guys did that before I became a host of the show. Oh but I yeah. Had my, I had my own podcast experience with Legend on another show, where we <laughs> another pass where we did like a punch up of it. Well, and you watched
2: like, it so much that you then started. Yeah, loving I love. It. I
0: love Legend. Legend is because. Fun yeah
2: because you uh
0: i made a joke about watching stockholm
2: syndrome yeah. to yourself. yeah i
0: made a joke about how many times i was gonna watch it and then i had to stick to it so <laughs> well I think, I think this
2: will be fun too but oh he's got the dvd yeah Ooh,
0: Ooh. nice
2: the legend
4: dvd
0: Blu-ray. Listen, Blu-ray. i'm gonna send you guys Is i don't know if you'll t- listen to that episode i'm gonna send you all my i still have my notes in my google drive yeah, I feel like that would have been a good movie. My punch yeah. up of Legend, I feel like Martin. If you want it too, I'll send it to you. Uh, my yeah, no, like, <laughs> Martin, <laughs> like, yeah. You can direct because so, what I did because the, yeah, <laughs> the whole point of it the whole point of it. The whole point of the thing is you you don't get like a blank canvas. You have to use what they had, like within reason. It was the whole it's yeah. a whole exercise of that show of you can't just be like, oh, I would have like changed the cast completely and done all this. It's like, no, no, take essentially what they had mm. and make it better. Mm -hmm. I want to hear
1: Martin tear me down here because he for the listeners he just held up like I couldn't quite read it but like some sort of special edition like director's cut of legend Uh, and I just I just crapped all over that movie Martin tell me tell me (laughs) I'm wrong.
5: Uh, well, you're entitled to your opinion. You're wrong, but you're entitled to your opinion, of course. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's directed by um, Ridley Scott.
2: Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's beautiful. It's, I mean, the mm-hmm. film is absolutely stunning.
5: Yeah. So it's beautiful. And when Tom, I mean, Tom Cruise is terrible in it, but when, yes. he, uh, <laughs> when he meets the, the, witch, the water witch woman, that's proper cinema. And Tim Curry as evil yes. is proper cinema. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of bollocks in it, as we would say.
2: Over here, <laughs> yeah. I think Tim our Curry problem was so was, good. Yeah, our yeah. problem was we were like, we needed more Tim Curry. There's too much of the film mm-hmm. without Tim Curry. I, I yeah, think that's it what it was,
3: was partly my fault because I sold it and everyone was like, Really? Do we want to watch this? I'm like, No, guys, Tim Curry is the Tim devil. Curry. Tim yeah. Curry is an amazing, awesome, cool and devil. He was in thing. it for
1: like five minutes, yeah.
3: And then everyone was like, <laughs> Sam Tim Curry was only in it for like Two minutes. I, I, suck. In my
0: in, in my rewrite, I have a fix for that. So yeah.
3: Oh good. Excellent. Oh mm-hmm. good. Um, but we're not watching Legend again. We're watching. No, we're watching Willow.
0: Willow. We are what so do you off think, topic Sam? on this episode.
3: Um I okay. <laughs> that's, kind of,
0: that's a good sign, in my opinion. It means we're having fun. Yes.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, kind of along the lines of what Brett had said, I am um I think we're going to enjoy this movie. It is certainly a lot better than Lady Hawk. I can say that with confidence. Really? Ooh, because uh, Lady Hawk is good. Take I that, Matt Young. I thought we didn't like Lady Hawk. <laughs> <laughs> I think Matt and I liked Lady Hawk.
1: Yeah, I think okay. Matt was like Ugh. Lady Hawk, wonderful, and we were like, nah. Uh,
3: so I, I think I enjoy it a lot more than Lady Hawk. I think uh, where it gets a little gray is that I think it's just kind of generically fantasy. Like I don't think the story is uh i think it's good i don't think it's super grandiose especially by today's standards where we're used to like these huge superhero stories mm. so i think that might be why it's not super memorable um but okay. i think we're gonna enjoy it. i think the characters are great i remember really liking the willow character um and I'm hoping it really holds up. This was a film that my grandma introduced me to as a little kid, um, and I loved fantasy stuff. I loved like princesses and magic, and so it's gonna take me back for sure.
1: I want to see Warwick nice. Davis do the superhero, like jump off of a high building and land kneeling with his fist on the ground pose. Nice. That's that's what I hope happens in this. Like, Spider I'm oh,
2: sure, probably not. <laughs>
1: You know, the superhero landing. Uh
3: Yeah.
2: I don't think he's a superhero in this movie. (laughs) How about you, Martin? What are your expectations?
5: uh, uh, Oh, crumbs. Uh, Well, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I love that, you know, my genre of choice is fantasy and sci-fi. I'll watch anything if it's got a sword and a dragon in it Um, or a spaceship. You know, I'm easy. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and you you're in good company. That's a lot of us here. Or
2: all
1: yes. of us. Did we all do right. that?
3: I'll expand on mine. I think it's it's gonna
2: be fun. Uh I'm concerned about it being eighties dated in a bad way, maybe, with like, like costumes or hairstyles.
3: I actually stuff remember like that. that being pretty good. Okay,
2: cool. Um, I mean it is like,
3: George Lucas and Ron Howard, so I would expect more from them. Yeah. I mean, this is a, obviously a, a crazy example, but like in Robin Hood, men in tights, when they're all wearing like medieval costumes that are so incredibly 90s, I, I yeah, don't yeah. think it's going to mm-hmm. be like that. That's obviously a comedy. Okay. It's meant to be like funny, um, yeah. but I don't think it's going to fall into that category.
1: Well, like, gotcha. so Ooh, okay. the music s- usually set, sets the mood a bit. Like, yeah, is it uh-huh. is it going to be, like, fully Cindy? orchestrated 80s? or
2: synth?
3: Yeah. Hmm. I want I, I to I say orchestrated, I but say I, I can't remember. Uh, that's very Lucas. Lucas is more orchestral. Mm-hmm. So,
4: yeah.
1: Who it, 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 Did he, did but he, he bring he's not John Williams back no. for this? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. that's
3: true.
1: Well, you guys, so only yeah, one way to find so- out. Yes yeah, Let's, let's go it. watch let's Willow We're going to pause the recording here And uh join us when we come back To find out
0: um, to another- mm. Willow Willow Willow, Willow, Willow. Willow,
4: Willow,
0: Willow.
4: Willow,
0: Willow,
4: Willow. I yes. was thinking of oh, that uh, the,
1: that sting that they kept using <laughs> that fucking Lord of the Rings just ripped right yes. off. The, yes, yes. Oh, well,
0: speaking of, I, that was one of be my opening salvo comment is C.S. Lewis owes a lot of royalties to George Lucas because he obviously stole. So, not serious, he did Narnia. <laughs> it was a joke. there you go. Dang it, okay. I killed myself, oh, I just ruined no. it, I ruined it, I was <laughs> going to make hilarious. a joke that... You that call Tolkien, yourself a writer.
4: No,
2: I mean oh! Tolkien, okay, <laughs> Shots fired. Tolkien
0: what? owes George Lucas money, it does joke, but obviously yeah. those books are way older. 1000% I mean, so
3: Peter Jackson it. owes a yeah. shit ton to Lucas and this film. Also.
1: I've never seen the animated Lord of the Rings. I haven't either. But did Really? Did, it's really good, actually. Was the wizard fight in the Lord of, in the animated one?
0: Mm-mm. Okay. Well,
4: okay. Oh my god, i could
0: it. Wait, wait, no, I've that. actually never seen the animated Lord of the Rings. I've seen the animated yeah, Hobbit. That's yeah. kind of what I thought you were
2: talking about. Yeah, and there
0: isn't a wizard fight in that. There is just right. not a wizard fight in the Hobbit because Sauron's not really it's, in it.
2: Yeah. Really yeah, he's hanging Are you having there, dog drama.
1: But yeah, that that wizard fight at the end of this was like. I mean, f- shot for shot, f- the 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 Saruman tower fight w- w- was exactly the same as th- as this, but twenty years later. Yeah, uh,
5: yeah. the best thing in the whole film, and I made notes, was <laughs> when the two witches p- punch each other in the face. And you oh know, yeah, the old lady. Snack, <laughs> 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 That's the best thing I in the closed- whole. Point.
3: A close second is when the Hydra explodes. Oh
2: my God! Right, Um, I have seen a lot of things
3: explode unexpectedly mm
2: -hmm. in movies, but that one I was really not expecting. That thing has a name. Oh, what
0: What is is it? it? I mean, it was never—it's never said in the movie. But George Lucas's name for it was the Ebor Sisk, and it's a, huh? It's a send-up of—it's a portmanteau of Roger Ebert and Gene Siskel. Oh wow! (laughs) The
1: two-headed monster—that's great. Yeah. You didn't mention f- freaking Phil Tippett. Yeah, the all of the animated, all the animatronics, all of the cool oh, prosthetics yeah. on the on the on the demon dogs. uh
2: Oh, just, those were very cool.
4: Phil that was, is the best.
2: Was that just? Did they just put stuff on dogs? Because like yeah. the movement was so yeah. good, and I don't know how those dogs saw anything.
1: Yeah, the running was something. Was dogs dogs. dogs in costumes, and then the close up when they were like fighting the dogs was a
0: full on animatronic. Yeah, you like the dags? Dags? You like dags? Dags? (laughs) Uh, Martin, literally, the movie we did before this episode was Snatch. Guy Ritchie's Snatch.
5: Oh
4: fuck! (laughs) (laughs) So
0: we've been uh, saying a lot of dags, like Brad Pitt's dags, dags. Yeah. Yeah.
5: I'm glad I wasn't there. (laughs)
3: ash what were you gonna say i was gonna say can we talk about why the fuck is the evil
2: queen dressed like a mummy underneath her normal clothes oh
3: i thought that was so cool because i think she's pretty much a reference to the evil queen from snow white
0: same costume she looked yes that was the
3: the she Evil Queen in Snow White has a mummy outfit underneath her dress. I mean, they never show her like that, but I know her legs are wrapped.
5: Oh, right, I think her it, legs are wrapped. It's a, it's a it's a it's a faux historical thing because oh. it's a, that thing that thing's called the a white, white hole. Yeah, mm. and it's it's oh. like um, uh, I can't think of the term, but sort of uh, widow, 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 widows queens wear that sort of thing and it's a bit like a nun and, oh, then, wow. and obviously if you she's because she's diseased of the mind she's probably diseased of the body as well which is why she's all wrapped up in these bandages gotcha. and stuff yeah. Yeah, she's cool. like a
1: leper or I, something
5: I,
2: yeah because it
1: was I, like I for care. one I'm shot
2: gonna... and I was like what the fuck
5: <laughs> yeah because she falls over and like, you see her foot and you think why is her foot all wrapped up like a mummy yeah 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 but,
1: I feel like it's kind of like just this this grab bag of evil iconography that they just mm-hmm. tossed all over her, like the the yeah. Uh, yeah the the mummy thing, the the all black, the spiky crown, the mm-hmm. facial deformities, like anything that w- that is this classical signal for evil character. They're just like, this is you now.
5: Also, it, too, it's very it's very straightforward. I mean, there's no there's no complexity to it. No. Do you
3: know what I mean? Yeah, I Not know, even like, in the acting. It
4: kind of... Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Kind of, oh, we're going. No, we're getting No, there. no, yeah. no.
3: I have something else to say. Don't, don't <laughs> rail with no. your hatred. Um, the mummy thing, I liked it too because it kind of alluded to like, how long has she been in power? Like, That's true. Yeah. Like, yeah. she could have been in power for a really long time. Like, her body is falling apart and she's like trying to keep herself together.
0: That's what I was wondering. Is, yeah, is, is it something she's been using magic to keep herself alive?
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But her daughter is like um, a normal age.
2: So.
4: But we don't know. We sure, don't yeah. know
0: if it's her like daughter, biological daughter, or if it's like a Thanos thing where he basically she like yeah. plucked out. Yeah, plucked I her, guess that's true. And like from a village she destroyed and conquered, is like, you will be my daughter. Well,
5: she could have been, or she could be just a very old mum, and that's had true. had a child yeah. at a very late senior age. Yep.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I'm sure some people are into very... fucking
2: mummies, right? Hey, fucker.
4: Re- <laughs> <laughs> uh, the
0: the the highest percentage of like stds in america are like retirement communities like oh they, my god they, oh, they, they, they got a heartbeat <laughs> they got blood still pumping through their veins more power to them
4: yeah blood pumping uh, yeah.
1: through the main vein i guess
0: okay i wasn't gonna I was gonna let the yeah. listener Whoa. finish Whoa. that thought train, Brett.
4: I
5: thought, <laughs> what, what was it, moving on? He said, uh, "What was interesting about this it is it, this is sort of a is it a Disney film now? Because now it's owned oh, by Disney right. mm-hmm. so Lucas. I guess this so. this is a Disney film, yeah. Um, yeah. And in yeah. the first first thirty seconds, they kill the mum." And then in the, before the credits are finished, they kill the nurse, yep. and the nurse is ripped apart by wild dogs. Yeah, uh, and I, and that's Catholic Disney kill the mum, kill the mum again.
2: Yeah, and start yeah. The film. That was a brutal <laughs> opening. That was definitely when Pat, when you were saying some scary parts, I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, that that would be pretty scary as a kid.
1: Or like the, um, when they uh, zapped the troll and it turned into the goo thing. Oh my oh, god,
3: that yes. goo thing was terrifying. It was brutal. So Very upsetting. Thing,
5: that was proper stop frame animation, the thing type thing.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. It
3: was really well done. The effects were awesome. Really,
4: because yeah, yeah. I
1: was going to say
3: there's a lot of effects that don't hold up in this.
1: Well, it's like the, the black guess- mat thing is like such a uh uh of the time but for of the time effects it's my favorite way to do comping like there whenever people try to like green screen or like fade someone into a thing it's always worse than the black mat comping
4: Mm. yeah
2: i could see that i was impressed with the the animal lips moving yeah like that Mm -hmm. i was like that looked good i was
5: impressed with that I don't really understand the point of the brownies. I think it should yeah. have done another. Script. they're
0: hilarious. <laughs> That's the point. Are
5: they? are they? I think, I mean, no. you know, I don't wish, I don't wish to speak ill of Ron Howard, but I will. And uh, <laughs> he's obviously clearly a very competent director and he was obviously an actor and happy days and all that shit. But um, I don't think he can direct comedy at all. Every single mm. comedy moment in this film is off by mm. by by a whole load. I, like I would even agree. when Mad Martigan comes down the hill in the snowball. Oh, I did like thing. that. Uh, just, I think it's pronounced
0: Mad Madigan. <laughs> you have to say it. You have to say it with an exclamation point every time.
5: It, it depends. It depends whether he's Irish or Scottish or fantasy or American or wherever Val Kilmer's from. Yeah, because his accent. He gave. He just gives up. That's exactly <laughs> what I was saying. Bad yes. Martin, that sounds Irish, doesn't it? Sounds yeah. Like yeah.
2: Did he have... I didn't even notice that he had accents, maybe because
5: they changed so frequently.
0: I think just yeah, when he was under the spell, he had the accent. We, we, don't know, yeah. he,
5: uh, we, we don't know in what order they shot the film. So you can imagine on the film set, on the first day of Val Kilmer, he's going like, okay, I'm going to do an Irish Accent, yeah, and Ron how's like please, please stop, like that. That sounds awful. And then by day, please stop it. And by day four, everyone's <laughs> given up. You know, and he's just speaking yeah, in American. It, uh And uh, but the, the but we don't know which was the bit yeah. which was the first they shot. I, I guess was,
3: like. We have yeah. pretty good evidence as to which ones, <laughs> right? Any scene with a bad accent, yeah,
5: hey. and
3: I mean.
2: I do want to loop back to the fact that 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 Evil Queen's acting was so bad.
0: Amazing, pitch perfect.
2: Oh god, but so, it was and like
0: she, n- nuanced, subtle. She also <laughs>
2: had the worst lines, like lines she like was- "I must despise you now." Like who says yeah. that?
3: <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever met an Evil Queen? Yeah, it's yeah. true
1: this you're you're really you're really
3: well i've met
2: you
1: oh, okay. <laughs>
3: oh. so i'm a queen
2: cool I like, I did like, the, first uh, on.
1: the overacting <laughs> really helped in a couple of places though the uh the the pigs all pigs <laughs>
4: oh yeah
3: <laughs> oh so funny story about the pigs we're like like over halfway through the movie and i go to brett i was like huh we didn't we didn't see a scene like with all the pigs, like, like Pat said. And bro's like, no, you just missed it. It was in the beginning, like at the fair. And I was yeah, like, a pig. no,
0: no. Oh. <laughs> so, huh.
3: And then it's so, like two minutes later, the scene happens. I was like, you don't know shit, man. The,
0: so I was like, I just think it's funny that they took the time to add this to trivia, but they had to keep throwing cold water on all of those pigs. Cause they kept trying to mate.
3: Oh my uh.
5: gosh. That's hilarious. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. Well, they should have just got all all uh, all uh, boy pigs or all girl yeah. pigs yeah. They, to
3: avoid that. <laughs> That's what happens when you have big Hollywood
5: people deal with farm
4: stuff. You know, know,
3: that'd be the hilarious, though, if yeah. they're all, like,
2: turned into pigs, and then they start fucking, and then they get turned back, and there's, like, just this big
3: orgy that everyone's
2: like, whoa, <laughs>
3: <No>. what happened? <laughs> that oh. is an episode of True Blood.
1: Well, there's your... Uh, <laughs> What's that thing you're always going on about where they write into the script, make sure half of the pigs are women? <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my God, no, Brett. Shut up. Oh, Brett, that is. That is
2: no. Oh, no. I
0: feel really no. bad. That's very funny, but I still feel really bad
5: for that. <laughs> uh... there was, there was There was some interesting casual sexism in there when Mad Martigan is found again and he's dressed up as a woman with you know oh, yeah. uh, he's dressed up and then he meets he meets the violent husband mm-hmm. who says wanna breathe yeah and you're a bit like Ooh, so Ugh.
4: Yeah.
2: the whole love story yeah. is like problematic too where like like creepy guy over woman is is like uh, while she's asleep and then she's like falling yeah. for the creepy guy
5: yeah, there's no chemistry between them at all. Even though they got married in real life, there's no chemistry. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't make any sense because she's the daughter of a rich, evil queen, and he's a thief. And uh, mm-hmm. the first time they meet, they have a fight and all that. Uh, but I did wonder if if they fell in love because of the brownie magic dust.
0: Yeah. so what I was good, That's what I was going to say, Ash. You're saying like calling it problematic is fair, but Mad Martigan – what he did you could say well he was under a spell
2: right but what's, what's problematic is that she's fa- she's falling yes, in the love yes the fact for that him. she
0: fell for that was not mm-hmm. earned like mm-hmm. and again it's we talked about it again in a very recent and it was like through the 80s and the 90s there was the whole the bad bo- the good guy who's like also a bad boy being very forward and the woman being not interested at all, but she's like, no, stop. And he's like, you like it. And she's like, Oh, but she really, she does like it. It's like, no, that's that (laughs) part. Like her attraction back to him was not earned. It's like, okay, he was cursed under a spell and all of that to start the whole thing. But yeah. And then they they do their first like kiss or whatever. And there's like the music swells. I'm like, yeah, but they were trying to kill each other like an hour ago.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Less or there's the creepy sense. moment where Less he, sense. like, pins her down, and then the music's like, isn't this romantic? And I'm like, no, yeah, no. no, no.
1: But She's he's going to her. turn her to the good side with yeah. his dick.
5: <laughs> 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 and his lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> he it. He's going to ah, chase Amy. Oh,
4: oh
2: We've but then, seen that before,
1: didn't we? Do that in uh, Gold, Goldfinger. Yes, Goldfinger. Yeah. Goldfinger. He
2: with, fucks her so good that he turns her good. She's yeah. not evil and straight, anymore. And
0: straight, and in mm-hmm. the books, and straight in the books. <gasps> Ian oh, Fleming. Yeah, that was so so Ian rough. Fleming. Ian Fleming had issues with uh, homosexuality, specifically women. <laughs> Ian Fleming
2: yeah. just had issues is, well, is yeah, apparently yeah. in general.
0: I like uh, Martin's, like, yes, let me sit back and let you yanks talk about Ian Fleming like I'm not here. Like, <laughs> I never met
5: <made>.
2: him. <laughs> oh boy, there's so much. That's not great. That's happening in this film, unfortunately. Yeah, I
4: want to
1: movies. <laughs> I want to roll back to the to how weird the uh, oh your cousin like oh mm-hmm.
3: yeah we mm-hmm. that wasn't so, so so casual on the sexism. There. But, However, I will say that he says, "Do you want to breed?"
5: And
2: A then lot. he says no, and he's like, "Okay, like he doesn't force
3: himself <laughs> on her." So. After, after he was forcing himself, right. Right. He's
2: like No, totally,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. totally. But I, going on I was yeah. just impressed yeah. that how it didn't escalate apples?
3: to
2: the other side. <laughs> you know,
5: how about them coconuts? Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Would you not notice and, that it was apples? But his
5: wife, his wife doesn't seem that fussed, though. I know. I know yeah. she doesn't like Ludge or whatever his name was. What was his name? Lug or, yeah. or yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> lug, uh, something. Lug.
2: Such an original name.
0: Lug. It's no, no. Hey, 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 hey. It's a, it's a completely valid fantasy name because it's lug, but it's two L's.
5: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, it's the Norwegian version of lug. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's that's how they so say what, hello what, in Norway. One
5: <laughs> <yeah. laughs> <laughs> agreed. <laughs> but oh, the, no. I, I was just saying that 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 adds to my thesis that ron howard can't do comedy mm. yeah and, uh, mm-hmm. cause, like the, the whole thing that mad martigan is dressed up like a woman is a throwaway gag for him to get out of getting beaten up by luck but then he gets into a fight uh and then there's a big ex uh, you know uh i was gonna say car chase but it's a cat cart chase and he's still in the woman's clothing <laughs> And then he gets caught and he's still in the woman's clothing and he gets caught. And you can imagine like when they're filming it, the continuity and the wardrobe people saying, can we change him out of this costume now? It's ridiculous. See that the joke's over. The joke is so <laughs> over. And then Ron Howard would be like, no, no, no continuity. You should still have pink trousers on. And you're like, you know, Ron, <laughs> okay, we'll but, uh,
0: yeah. speaking of that carriage chase, uh, we got a Wilhelm screen. We got, got, like, three, three or,
1: four or four in this movie. Yeah.
3: Wow. Yep. They
0: just kept going well, with it.
3: So many. Uh, on, the, on the topic of Ron Howard not doing comedy well, you had mentioned the brownies. and Everyone's right favorite around, part. Uh, right around that time, I was like, I feel like we started – I told Brad, I was like, I feel like we started with a really, like, adult movie, and we've gone way into the kid zone. And it spends, like, that whole yeah. middle half of the movie – catering to like little kid humor and i was like oh yeah huh, there's maybe like poop is- humor and stuff too yeah and i was like maybe this is why i don't remember it and then they get to the castle and then horrifying like monster comes out and like the
2: troll, the troll like melts which is me. really just people in ape suits i never realized trolls were just people in ape suits <laughs>
1: But, okay, the, the introduction.
2: Oh, can the wall. Yeah, yeah, that is That terrifying.
1: was horrifying. The, the, the spider climb?
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah. That
1: was
3: it's very, very creepy.
1: That's nightmare fuel.
3: Yeah.
0: I just remember I being, like, a kid, I don't know, maybe 10 or 12 in one of the first times, and thinking it was so funny how he said, we stole the baby when you were taking a pee-pee. And 10-year-old oh, yes. Pat oh. loved that. <laughs> I mean... Of and course. 35-year-old Pat kind of liked it, too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I
2: didn't hate the brownies. Like, sometimes they were definitely cheesy. And and I do agree with you, Martin, that the timing on some of these jokes were were a bit off. Uh, but, but I didn't necessarily hate them. I think what I liked best was, like, whenever they would, like, fight each other. Uh-huh. When it's like, no, let me do it. No, it's my spear. Like, I liked that sort of silly banter that they would they, have. They,
5: they they, uh uh yeah their banter was okay but again the comedy beat was off Mm -hmm. so at the end they're standing there and the one with the mouse hat takes his mouse hat off and you discover that he's bald and the other one double takes and looks at him like that and goes like i didn't know you're bald but it's in the wrong shot Mm -hmm. it's in a wide shot and at that point it should have been in a close-up yeah and you just think poor old ron He, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't know how to get a a set up a comedy joke and even when his actors do it for him, he doesn't know how to frame it.
2: There were so many like wide shots of them that definitely like the joke would have been so much funnier if we had punched in or got close, you know, like for most of the middle of the film. It was hard to really tell the difference between those two characters, the two brownies, because yeah. they were so small in the frame. I was right, like, I don't know. Which one was talking? Yeah.
0: Because it, it was so far back.
2: Yeah, and they sound the same because they like made their voices sound
5: like squeaky this, little animals. They're like It's a, like a weird European accent as well, isn't it? It's like French or <laughs> Spanish or, or something, but we're not quite so, sure. Uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a brownie. I'm not speaking a funny voice.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
5: It's very like the 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 same uh, place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, their regional accent, they live down the road from Willow Uffgood. So their regional accent would be the same. That's true.
2: Yeah. What I didn't understand too is like they have this magic dust that makes you fall in love with stuff. And we already established that one of the brownies get hit in the face and he falls in love with the cat, which that joke I enjoyed. But (laughs) then it didn't make any sense that Val. Kelmer gets hit in the face with it, and like the first people he sees is either the brownies or Willow. Yeah. But for some reason, the magic dust doesn't take effect until he sees the woman. Like that didn't make any
5: sense. It's, uh, yeah, maybe it only works on opposite sexes. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: yeah. This ain't no gay magic, Ash. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. the magic wow. dust was homophobic.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it seemed like it. It really <laughs> felt like they
3: were afraid. But- you
1: know, I mean, it was the 80s. Everyone was afraid to do that.
3: Yeah. How much funnier would it have been if the brownies hit him in the face with the love powder and then he fell in love with them? And yes. then they ran away and like didn't realize where they were going and like ran into the tent. And then that's why he was in there was like chasing the brownies. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. that would have been better, in my opinion. I was
2: just like, you can't establish these rules and then change them later just because it's inconvenient,
5: you know. <laughs> that's that's the filmmaker way. Yeah, I know. So, set I up know. your world and ignore it. It's, yeah.
3: it's almost like Brett has invented a term for that or something.
1: Oh, oh, what, are we talking the battleship <laughs> <laughs> battle
3: Battleshipping. <laughs>
0: Oh, battleshipping! Oh. Yeah,
3: I thought battleshipping was when the film
2: uses technology in an incorrect way. Yeah, that's I thought battleshipping well. was oh, okay.
0: I think battleshipping just means bat-
2: anything yeah, done I'm poorly.
3: Sure. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of what I thought.
2: Too.
1: No, battleshipping very like, specifically it's is, specific, is yeah. when they say a science thing that is just that's not how that works at fucking all. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah anyway. Okay, well. But it was weird that they were having the 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 main character, or I guess he's not the main character, but they were just snorting like powdered ecstasy. That's what the yeah. magic dust was, right?
5: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, they're loving it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the funny thing is also who who is the main character? I I watched. I didn't. I, I watched it on the Amazon because oh. I wanted to watch it on the TV and not the computer. Oh. And I don't know if you can see this. there. Uh, uh, uh. Let me see if you can see. This. <laughs> For the listeners at home, Martin's you know. showing
2: us his TV screen.
5: Yeah, but it says it says starring Gene Marsh, Zulma Denny, and Mark Vanderbreak. What? I'm sorry, whom,
0: <laughs> that's amazing. One of
5: whom are the lead characters in the film.
4: Wow! So no,
5: no mention of of, uh, uh, of Joanne Wally, Val Kilmer, or Willow Offgood. Oh, that is hard. Why? And I've never—I don't even know which character Mark Vandybrake played. Gene Marsh was obviously the the the. Wicked Gene
0: witch, is Queen Bev Morda. Uh, Mark yeah. Vandybreak. I'm looking for him. Wow. he's run on Ufgood.
2: That was interesting too. Like when the credits rolled, instead of directed by, it was second unit director. And wait. then
0: yeah. Yeah. wait, Mark Vandybreak is Willow's son. They have him as one of the top. Wow!
4: Three what? <laughs>
5: yes, there you go. Yeah, he's wow. number three.
4: Oh, good job, Amazon. Wow! wow.
5: Yeah, they're working hard these days. I will say the yeah. the
3: actress who played Kaya Willow's wife. She yeah. was fantastic. She was oh amazing and like so beautifully subtle. Like I mm-hmm. believed everything that she said. I'm glad you brought so, that yeah, up. I she was forgotten. good.
5: The the funny thing is, and and someone hit upon this earlier, was how the film was very segmented. Like the first act, Mm -hmm. which ends when they meet Martigan and Martigan takes the baby and goes off. That's clearly the end of act one. That's Mm -hmm. all very serious. It's very well shot. It's very well put together. There's no shit effects. And then immediately after that, we're into act two. And then immediately, there's a fucking owl flies past with a little brownie, and you go to shit special effects and bad comedy, and it's like <laughs> the whole film just <laughs> you know, crashes into uh, into another into another style, and you just you just wonder why those such massive tonal changes happen.
2: Yeah, yeah a
5: bit I, like I that. Mean, it I mean, I
2: uh, like you said earlier. Obviously, Ron Howard is a good director but this film was pretty badly directed like you said there's like tonal shifts there's like there's just a lot going on that isn't great the choreography of the fighting like i never once believed anybody was actually fighting anyone? Everything is like and no, so slow. No blood on the
5: sword. Yeah,
2: and it's like
5: you know, Mad Martin goes, yeah, pulls out sword, and there's no blood on it. And you're like, I don't <laughs> believe anyone got hit. No. Yeah.
4: Although the
1: one, the one moment that was like brutal was when he uh, pulled the skeleton dude like slowly onto the sword, and I was like, oh, really? No. I just
2: thought that looked so cheesy. Like it, every move. Was done so slow because you could tell that like these actors aren't actually stunt people, you know? And so like everything is just so like nothing felt impactful and like it was really hitting. It felt <laughs> like, okay, you're going to roll back and very carefully slide him on the sword. Okay. I love... Come
5: stand here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I love costumes. I love... I love stuff that's over the top, and like I love ridiculous costumes in fantasy and sci-fi, and I'm, I'm here for it. Give me more of it. Give me like these ridiculous like in superhero stuff too. But it's like I gotta think. Think of General Kale, and he's got that yeah. skull mask. And yeah. I, I went like, what was the first day that he he came out wearing that? Like before <laughs> his trip, <laughs> like yeah. He's like he's like had it made, and it has been sitting on his mantle. He's like, all right, all right, all right, Kale. Today's the day. <laughs> You're gonna wear it, you're gonna look yeah. so badass. You're gonna go out and <laughs> He's, <laughs> like talking, <laughs> like He's like him talking himself on. in the mirror. He's like, yeah. Hey, do you notice anything? You notice anything, Corporal? Notice anything? Anything? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, like you like it? Like it's scary, yeah, right?
5: Maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe it was an evolution. So like one day he'd he'd turn up to the army with like just a bit of a skull on it. A bit of it, there. yeah. Would be, would be walking around like, hey, yeah. what do you think of this, lad? And they'd be like, yeah, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. And then the next day, he's just got the eye bits. <laughs> on and and then one day, he has the full mask. And they're like, come on, that's awesome.
0: And what I want to know is, was he the general first before he started wearing the skull mask? Or did he just decide to wear it and then that helped his career? Because they're like, oh <laughs> man, this guy is serious when it comes to being a <laughs> oh, soldier. Oh, Promote oh, yeah. that man. No, I
5: think, I, I think general was just his first name. Oh, right, yeah, because he was actually yeah, an admiral twenty two, where there's you know major, 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 major. Mm-hmm.
2: It's really hard to take a scary character seriously when their name is Kale. Yeah,
1: nobody <laughs> likes Kale. Oh,
5: nobody knew what Kale, kale was. was in that the 80s? exist in those days. That yeah, was There you go, Well, that kale was
0: a that was allegedly a reference to another film critic.
4: Oh, named, the
0: last name Kale. Um, where is it? It's. First name. Her first name started with a P. Pauline Kale. Hmm.
4: Oh. The
0: evil well, just general. Make I the guess.
2: General. A woman. And name him. Paul, name her Pauline. Be badass. Yeah, but they'd
5: had the mask made and it wouldn't fit the girl, oh. so they had to be the big bloke. Mm-hmm. right?
4: Cause
2: women's because women's faces are so dressed. different.
5: Yeah. Well, he's a very big bloke. Oh. That Pat Roach. <laughs> yeah. And I think you know you're you're right about the helmet. He goes to all this trouble trouble of getting this skull thing made. And then the other bloke smacks him in the face, and half of it falls off.
4: Yeah, yeah.
5: But, mate, you you
0: should have
5: just got a metal it's like, one. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> should have got a metal one. That bone arm is never good.
0: I like that. Someone he comes oh, out wearing it the first time, and someone's like, "Oh, is that is that really protective? Is it really strong?" Because they got just a. Because I just have a, I just have a metal plate in front of my face, with just a little <laughs> slit that I can see, but skull looks cool but can it stop and like someone like taps it and it cracks <laughs>
4: totally. this is
0: the uh it's the uh
1: cgp gray uh thing on on uh piracy like it's it's branding like it's, <laughs> it, it doesn't scary. have to be useful or effective it just has to strike fear into the hearts of your enemies so that they don't want to fight you <laughs> The, yeah, the,
5: I mean looks cool. The
1: goal is not looks to fight cool. and it, it had worked all the way up until yeah. then. He never had to fight anyone, he never took a hit. And the first time he took a hit, nope. broke it.
5: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't even know how to use a sword. Yeah. yeah.
2: I mean, he clearly isn't the best fighter because he gets knocked to the ground, pretends like he's knocked out, and then runs up the stairs to stab the Val Kilmer in the back while he can't <laughs> see.
4: And just fails pretending. miserably at it.
2: Yeah, he's like, uh, oh, yes. I, I can't mean, beat
3: this guy, but I'll just, I'll just get him while he's not looking. Here's an alternate uh, perspective: What if he's been wearing that mask the whole time because he's unhittable, and he knows it's fragile, but he never gets hit? So but he's been wearing he, it
5: for he years. He did get hit. They should. They needed to
1: establish that lore in <laughs> <Yeah>. the storytelling. <laughs> <laughs>
5: If that was a, uh, a, a helmet plus four saves from Dungeons & Dragons. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, yes. Mad Martin comes along with his plus five vorpal sword. And mm-hmm. that's the, the, yep. uh, the uh, helmet. See. The story feels very Dungeons & Dragons. The funny thing about um, being a dungeon master, is very much like being a director. And mm-hmm. I think that when oh, we yeah. were kids, uh, uh, it, it was, because, you know, if, if you're making a film like um, Willow, or star wars whatever you've got to create the world you know the r o t w the rules of the world and you're doing that when you're a dungeon master you've got your module which is your script you've got your characters who are actors and your npcs and all that stuff and you are you are directing them and you mm-hmm. and you're, you're 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 the camera and the sound and everything you're doing everything uh, and i think that playing those games as kids uh with my friends and, and you know and everybody gave me a really good grounding in being able to explain things to people.
4: Yeah. You know,
5: and then when you finally get on set with a whole load of actors, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, if if you're on a medium-sized film, you could have 50 people in front of you. You've got to tell everyone what to do. And that can be incredibly daunting. And I've been on set uh, with lots of directors when I was a technician who couldn't direct because they were so terrified of being in front of people.
2: Mm -hmm.
5: And you think that, because so many people want to be directors, they forget that, that the, one of the fundamental things about directing is talking to people and telling them what to do. Not asking them, but telling them.
4: Mm-hmm. And leading. And you're
5: blocking a set. And leading. You're the captain mm-hmm. of the ship. I mean, you know, yeah. if, if the ship doesn't have a captain, it will still get there. It will just take a very long time and it will be a really bad route and people will be sick. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, <if> <laughs> hey. captain, ah. Hopefully. <laughs> uh, and uh, and i think that's uh, the 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 skills we learned as little dungeon masters when we were like 12 helped us mentally uh, uh work out how to be directors later on in life that's oh, my right. view and nice. it
3: also it helps you learn how to like uh kind of guide your audience through the story like you want them to follow the story And you want to plant things, but you don't want them to be too obvious. But you also Mm -hmm. don't want to plant things that they're not going to notice. So I feel like that's an excellent point when you're running a dungeon. (laughs) like You learn what sort of story elements to highlight and how much or how little to highlight them in order to try and like guide your players through the story you built. Yeah. And
2: bringing that back to this film, there was a moment where you know ron howard chose to really accentuate and highlight a moment that then never came back so the wife like gave him that lock of her hair and she was like here use this yep. to remember me by and then it and we we intentionally cut to a close up of it which as you know in in filmmaking language that says this is important it will come into play hey, later hey, hey, hey. But then it
3: never did. And it was like they briefly cut to it later when he was like struggling, and it was like I'm gonna make it home to you. And they like cut to the lock of hair on his belt, but it was real. I guess I
2: just thought like
5: it would play a
2: factor into like one of the spells he had to like cast, or you know, like it would be important.
5: Yeah, Or oh, he'd, 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 he'd make a little rope out of it and climb out of a window.
3: <laughs> anything,
2: Eight anything four. would be
5: better. Rapunzel,
3: yeah. Rapunzel, let down your hair.
5: <laughs> yes, we're on the first floor, so it's okay. Yeah.
2: And then also, yeah. like, another thing that really disappointed me was they don't even really defeat the evil witch themselves. It just feels like a lucky lightning strike happens to come in
3: I, and defeat her. I thought that at first too, but then um Brett was like, No, that's part of the ritual that she's been trying to perform. So the Like baby she did it like, to
0: herself. So she did like, it she to knocked, herself. She like activated the ingredients because she knocked yeah. over that Yeah, she stuff kept going on like, about
1: like the yeah. time is running out and like I think they were mm-hmm. they didn't make it super clear, but I think Correct. this yeah. was like but- the moment it
2: still would have been satisfying if Willow like cast some sort of spell mm-hmm. that actually Agreed. Like, you know, totally. yeah, defeated yeah.
5: Yeah. her. It was interesting because I'm not entirely sure what, uh, I mean, she didn't, the, the bad queen didn't want the baby to live because the prophecy said that the baby was going to defeat her in some way,
4: mm-hmm. yeah, is that
5: correct? Uh, but, it, but it never it never was that clear, even though there was a lot of exposition yeah. in this film.
2: Yeah. Uh, and the baby didn't answer. actually end up defeating her either. Well,
0: I would argue it's exactly. one of those self-fulfilling prophecies where the prophecy that the baby is going to defeat her leads to her endeavors to kill the baby. And her endeavors to kill the baby lead to the baby event. Basically, that baby being the impetus for her demise.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because since the- she's
0: trying to kill the baby, the baby goes into hiding finds willow we have our adventure and the adventure ends up with her demise whereas if she hadn't listened to the prophet you know it's one of those things it does it's not perfect it's not great but it's like one of those things where it's like self-fulfilling where because you're the actions you take to avoid the prophecy actually cause the prophecy to come true
2: right
3: Yeah. yeah yeah I mean, but I feel like maybe from a directorial standpoint, they could have phrased it a little bit better of, like, mm-hmm. if this baby is allowed to live, it will lead to your destruction, you know, that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. Well,
1: it's like how many other st- stories that this movie was trying to be, uh, like, <laughs> you know, the, the, the Lord of the Rings, like, I am no man. Like, they did, you know, they needed to have part of that in the prophecy where it was just like, you know, not that the baby will overthrow you but just you know something trickly worded where at the end they're just like haha that's what that meant mm-hmm. but like we didn't get it we didn't get that
5: mm-hmm. yeah that would have been yeah there's good. no there's no there's no sting in the tail uh on this there's no twist yeah, yeah. in the story yeah. yeah i mean the funny thing is that, that uh when if you think about when it was made like what was so great about like star wars uh the original uh, mm-hmm. ones was there was nothing like it before but the they'd taken science fiction seriously and they'd created a world that we could believe in
4: mm-hmm. and
5: uh, and it you know the technology was old and it'd been going a long time it's just a regular farm boy goes off on an adventure with uh, pirates and uh, an old bloke blah 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 whereas uh, and then game of thrones was incredibly successful until the because yeah. they took it seriously and i think when you take a, a genre seriously
4: mm-hmm.
5: it really works like the original dungeons and dragons films are utter shit because they they've got like a time-traveling little bloke in a hoodie in it and you're just like fuck off i don't want to see that i want to see a realized yeah. fantasy world where there's orcs and goblins and magic and it and i believe it
4: mm-hmm, like game totally. of Thrones, which
5: is why it's so successful and then you in willow it's it's interestingly because they do that for the first bit and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden they just go we're going to fuck that and uh, change everything. <laughs> yeah. Totally,
3: the totally. The same yeah. with Lord of the Rings too, um, the Peter Jackson versions. They took it very seriously and it worked incredibly well. Yeah. So Totally. Yeah.
5: Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I, I, I love those films. <laughs> I think they're great, the, the Peter Jackson Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I'm a big fan. Yeah. And, and Dragon Slayer, <laughs> we, we spoke about that before the film. Dragon Slayer takes itself – Seriously, which which is why, on the whole, it works. I think, yeah. and whereas something like Lady Hawk doesn't take itself seriously, yeah, right. That may be why it doesn't really work
4: mm-hmm. as well.
0: Mm-hmm. We've talked about I'm that. We've talked about that concept with um, like comic book and superhero movies too. How mm. important that yeah. is to take yourself seriously for the most part, and have you know people that yes. have respect for the source material produce the best. Yeah, and that doesn't mean movies. there can't
2: be humor. As right. like, obviously, yeah, the Marvel cool. movies do very well; they incorporate humor from time to time. But like, it just—it's yeah, it's, it's it's like a tonal thing. I, I I like you mentioned, Martin. It just feels like a tonal shift in the film after that first act, for sure.
1: Yeah, no, it it, it needs like humor humor that fits into the universe it, and not humor that's making fun
0: of the universe. Because yeah. I really. I really like the sequence when we first meet Mad Mardigan because that's a really mm-hmm. it's like yeah. there's some world building there's world building there it's a new interesting character we don't know what to make of him is he a good guy there's ambiguity is he a good guy is he bad guy because he's kind of a dick mm-hmm.
5: and then there's like this
0: army this <laughs> army rolls by who you yeah. think might be evil but like they're not the bad guy army they're just an army going off to fight and they're like haha this, this asshole like oh he is a bad guy and it, it, I just thought, and it took itself seriously. I, I that whole scene I really liked because I felt like it was really, it was mm-hmm. a really good hey. point of like propelling the story forward into the second act. And then, yeah, as much as I like joke about the brownies, it was like that was like that's really where it started to kind of
4: mm-hmm.
0: nose dive yeah. a little bit because it's just silly and coincidental that they, they happen to steal the baby. Why do they steal the baby? It's never explained. They happen they, to fly well, the right by Willow. lady.
2: The, the yeah, ladies oh, that's right. That's she, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. she told them to steal him, which was very but they just Lord come of out of nowhere. nowhere. Like scene. we could have set them up when Willow and like they're tracking the, them. Yeah, like yes. it, totally. Like why? Why yeah. did they clearly walk through their forest and didn't interact with them at all? You know, like we could have set Several them up. Days.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: They yeah. they could have just and, had and the and bird take bird. the baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah
2: <exactly. laughs>
5: The bird, the bird could have taken the baby to deliver it to Mrs. Floaty. Yeah. And then when they <laughs> met Mrs. Floaty, then they could have had that bit. And then the brownies serve no real purpose after that. Yeah, they really don't, except me.
2: for comedic relief, which doesn't yeah. quite feel like it fits the tone of the movie, like you were saying, for sure.
1: <laughs> we needed relief from Is the comedy. Right <laughs>
5: uh-huh. <Yeah. laughs> Ash, Ash was saying that, you know, the Marvel movies take themselves seriously, but there's moments of levity. And mm-hmm. I felt that the... Moments of levity in this would have been better served if they weren't like little fizzling along brownie jokes, which weren't really working. And then you'd have a big, he's like a snowball uh, rolling down the hill. That's a, you're pushed out of the world because you know that you were in suddenly in slapstick territory. Yeah, it it, felt cartoony. I see that. I'm just like, that's, it's not funny because you've just shot it wrong. Like you've you've missed the joke. (laughs)
0: What's said is this could have been really, really good, and oh, yeah. what they did with with Mad Mardigan and Sorsha yeah. could have worked if it's something where it's like they're trying to kill each other and get, she's trying to get the baby, and through some kind of circumstances they find themselves in a very dangerous place, like they get swept down a river or something like that. And well, they imagine if it's together, yeah. Imagine yeah. if it's Sorsha and Mad Mardigan and Willow and the baby, and they are like. They get swept down a river over a waterfall or something, and then they're in like, oh man, we're in ogre territory. We have to get through this because right now our thing is not nearly as dangerous as something that else, some, like a mutual enemy. Right. So, yeah. and in the process of like, I don't know, a couple days, a week or something of them trying to get out of this dangerous, then like they they actually talk to each other a little bit, mm-hmm. and maybe sources she, sees their side of thing and you can actually have that like character development and that bonding grow and you can have an organic like chemistry growing. Yeah. Cause I I think
2: you can make an argument for her falling for him because no one has ever treated her nicely before. Yeah. And that moment of him saying, I love you, even though it was the fairy dust stuff. Like I think you can make an argument for that. It's just that it needed to be more developed as the story went on and then
0: ah oh, you have a scene where there's like a fight with some kind of monster or some other other third party entity and it's like val kimber's about to fall off a cliff at the end and she could have let him go but in the moment she instinctually grabs him and it's yeah, like that's like the something. turning point
4: mm-hmm.
0: and pulls yeah, him up over yeah yeah okay another I, pass yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Another pass is a show on the same network. Our episode is, on, or our podcast is on Martin, where they do this. They take movies that could have been really, really much better than they were, and punch them up. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. they they just wanted to do the easy the
1: easy way out, you know? Oh, I'm a s- yeah. spinster princess of evil and just in need of a good dick,
3: <laughs> right? And then he's like, "Wait,
2: Pat
1: I did almost say those
3: Choked <laughs> on his beer right now. He is off screen trying to keep the liquid in his mouth. <laughs> oh there yeah, a, swallow a, Pat. Swallow. So
0: oh, you know what though? Our joke about I think she actually was, but that reminded me of something, Brett, funnily enough, a trivia thing I saw where Sorcia I think actually was um Queen Beth Morda's daughter. Uh, there was a deleted scene where remember the in the castle, all the frozen people? Or they, they were like they Yeah, ah, yeah. There's well, some scene why didn't where we she, come back to that? Her um dad was supposed to be one of them
4: oh and i don't know what he
0: was like let me find the thing and he it basically it's like he somehow magically psychically speaks to her and like tells her yeah. like she's going down the wrong path she should not you know betray her huh. mother and align with this i mean guy. i was kind Just of this, sad like-
3: they didn't do anything with those frozen people i kind yeah. of thought that would be the tie-in with his little like stone acorns like if Willow just like oh, threw yeah. the stone acorns at somebody that was already turned to stone, then they would unturn to stone, and then you know, mm-hmm. I, I yeah, was sad that nothing Because he never even really used those successfully. He he, <laughs> successfully, but what a freaking! I thought that was really well written when he pulls out the stone, throws it. yeah, and throws it, and you're like, ha ha! Finally, those stupid little acorns are coming back. And then she, and she, so the just, evil queen catches it and turns it to dust, like mm-hmm. oh, such a good reversal,
0: and they filmed this, and it was cut during that battle, the battle at Tyr Athleen, Sorcia finds her father, whom had been turned to stone by Babmorda, and Sorsha's father communicates with Sorsha and pleads with her to side with Willow and Mad and help them protect Laura Danon in, in defeat
2: that would have made that a would little have been better, yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: there's a ton a, there's a ton of lore, there's a bunch of stuff they wrote in more lore exposition world building uh and George Lucas liked it his little world so much but since the movie wasn't necessarily as financially successful he actually ended up writing three books co-writing with other people cool in this world.
2: Interesting. So
0: if you're if you're Jones and for more Willow, uh the three books are they're the called the uh, Chronicles of the Shadow War. And they're hmm. Shadow Moon, Shadow hey. Dawn, and Shadow Star.
2: So out of all the scenes they could have cut in this movie, they chose the one that would have made sense and motivate a character Yeah, there's but a they lot kept of scenes they cut.
0: But from we this got the movie. pee-pee joke.
1: Ash. Yeah. <laughs> I, I kind of get the feeling though with like some of the other uh I don't know. I feel like most of the male non-main character figures kind of had weird bad lines and like what were they going to have the father be like, you know, "Oh yeah, your mom turned me into stone." But uh that Mad Mardigan, he's something, eh? Like <laughs>
5: And, true. What, and what would his accent be like? Yeah. <laughs> where would his dad be from? Maybe he's maybe he's Norwegian.
4: Yeah.
5: <laughs> maybe he's South African. Uh, he's any sort of accent it doesn't matter. Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh man, it's like the the like Snape Robin Hood, where Robin Hood has the American accent and everyone else is British,
4: and it's like yeah. why? Uh. <laughs> oh, uh,
5: that, that film, uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kevin Costner that came out in I think 1991 yeah uh, or 1990 Mm -hmm. I was an usher at a cinema in Slough uh, when they were Mm -hmm. filming it and uh, they uh, uh, lots of because it was because Slough is to the west of London and there's a big forest there called Burnham Beach it's very famous it's been there for thousands of years and uh, someone came into work one day this is all true someone came into work one day and said they're filming they're filming in Burnham Beaches they're filming in Burnham Beaches so we all fucked off and went to see it. And there's this huge Hollywood thing, uh, uh you know, like just unbelievable. We'd never seen anything like it. I was like 18 or something. Uh And this guy said, do you want to be extras? <gasps> and we're like, fuck yeah. <laughs> so we all got dressed up into into these little medieval things. And we went and it was this uh, amazing scene where Robin Hood comes through on a horse and there's a carriage. And uh, Friar Tuck was there, uh, Mike McShane, and uh, and this carriage uh, crashes and and bits fall off it and stuff, and it's in the trailer, but it's not in the film. Oh. Oh, and we were there. Oh, and we wow. were so excited. We were, oh my gosh, so excited! And then then the film came out. <laughs> uh, I don't know what a year later when I was an usher and we all watched it, and right at the beginning of the film, uh, uh, Kevin Costner and uh, Morgan Freeman they escape. In Jerusalem, in the Holy Lands, and they travel all the way to fucking France, which is like 3,000 miles. That's like walking from New York to LA. (laughs) And then they row a boat across the English Channel, which is 30 miles. That's really difficult to do in a shit rowboat. And they land in Kent, and then they get on a fucking horse, and they say, Well, we'll be in Nottingham by nightfall. It's 400 miles away, dick. <laughs> and,
3: uh, but in the pool,
5: they but, get there. Uh, but so worth like, it. All the English people, all the English people in the audience, are like this is wrong. <laughs> but,
4: but
3: it's so worth it because of the joke they make about it in Robin Hood Men in yes. Tights.
2: Yeah, when it's so they
3: good. when they just yeah. cut to a map and they're just like across the map. there's no understanding.
5: But it's confirmed. film. Great film, and and there's no effort, no effort to do any accents. I mean, you know, oh, you can't do I mean, look at look at, look at, yeah. look at Sean Connery in Highlander. Mm-hmm. He's a Scotsman playing a Spaniard. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, yeah. I
0: guess, though, I guess, I guess he yeah. did try in the beginning, Costner, and it was so bad that they yeah. just told him, just don't.
4: Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: just never mind. I mean, us Americans have zero clue. Like, mm-hmm. if it yeah. doesn't sound like it's from here, we're like, oh, yeah, definitely. Wherever you tell us it's from, we'll believe you. Like, this yeah. accent, Spanish, totally. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, people thought like M- Mary Poppins was how people talked for like a long time.
3: Oh, no, not Mary Poppins, the, um, <laughs> the, <laughs> the Jimmy Dick Van Sweep.
0: Dick Van, <laughs> Van Dyke.
4: Dick Van Dyke. <laughs> oh.
0: It's adjacent uh there's a whole thing in the last bond movie we talked about bond movie he did uh Pierce Brosnan just stopped just went full Irish with like Bond, James Bond. yeah he just
5: stopped. There's, like <laughs> see,
0: he just like stopped trying
5: <laughs> oh man that's him. I always felt sorry for him i, I was on golden but very very briefly mm. like just for a, a couple of weeks and um yeah twenty years ago and uh and I always thought he never quite got a fair crack of the whip because he was a brilliant Bond. I but like he had some him. Yeah. Stinking he, Some like of his scripts those. were so bad, you yeah. know. And he should have. Yeah. If he had been given a really good script, he would have. He would have knocked it out of the park. I thought he was a great Bond, uh, one of my favorites. But the last two films he did were just stinkers. And I they know. were all
0: kind of like a little. I think I like. I think Goldeneye is pretty darn good. I enjoyed What's the it.
2: one with the ice? The like, Ice oh, Hotel. Oh,
0: that's uh, yeah, Never that Dies. Looks- that's Die no, Di Di Another Day. Another day. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's the that one with so Halle, Berry. Halle Berry. Halle Berry, yeah. And, yeah. Never, never watch
5: that. Never watch it. Oh, oh God. Again. It's so...
2: <laughs> I was at a sandwich shop, you know, before the apocalypse happened, and they were playing it on the TV, and I was like, even with the sound <laughs> off, this is so bad.
0: Die Another Day is the <laughs> one where... Uh, A North Korean general gets facial reconstruction to look like a white British man because he was so enamored. He's the bad guy to look like Bond. I mean, he he was inspired by Bond. I mean, that's
3: one way to get out of hiring a diverse cast. You just write it into the story. No, no, no. They're really, they look white. I promise. Oh, but
0: and they yeah. but they have they have yeah and they have him as korean in the beginning of the movie and then there's uh, this uh, character comes out of nowhere and then it turns out it's him and you're like oh okay
4: you say so <laughs> oh,
3: wow uh, <laughs> all right then. I, I, I,
5: uh never yeah. watch that again. unless i'm locked in a jail for 20 years i will never watch that film again <laughs>
3: That's a good decision
0: it's a franchise man the 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 swings between quality over the over the decades is is enormous Mm -hmm.
5: but that's 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 what amazes me about doctor who see i I, I love doctor i think doctor Who is great i grew up with it it's older than i am and Mm -hmm. and then the new series which is like i don't know 15 10 years old or whatever it is Mm -hmm. one episode will be brilliant it'll be they'll have a five-star episode that's absolutely brilliant and then the next episode will be utter shit and you're like, Absolutely. I don't understand. How can the quality control be that bad? That I mean, I can understand five star, five star, four star, three star, four star, five star, five star. Five star but five star, one star, one star, one star, five star. doesn't. Uh,
3: it, I, I, I have a theory. I, I think know. it's because, I mean, in Doctor Who, they build it so that they have like little episodes that carry the story arc peppered throughout the season. And mm-hmm. then they have a bunch of one offs. And the one-offs are always terrible. They're not tied into the overarching story arc. But,
1: like, Midnight was, like, my favorite all-time episode, uh, and that
0: was a one-off.
3: Yeah. Mm.
0: Once in a while, you get... But, yeah, it's just... You can see when people... A certain showrunner who ran it for a number of years started to run out of ideas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Last name runs with Offit.
5: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, the last Peter Capaldi series was pretty weak. And mm-hmm. he was, he's a fantastic actor. Yeah. And I know a lot of people who worked on it. He's such a great actor, but he was wrong for that doctor who he, he was totally the wrong choice at that point. Yeah. And they lost so many fans and so much money, uh, which is why they had to bring in someone much younger later on.
3: Yeah, we tried to watch that season and just the writing really killed us and it broke my heart. But like, yeah. it was just random stuff was happening in the story and they were pretending like they were reversals. And it's like, no, mm. you can't just have a dinosaur yeah, show that's, that's up in my, London yeah. and that's make Moffitt's it a reversal. That's whole thing
1: is he, he, he confuses randomness for plot
0: twists.
3: Yeah. So... <laughs> Anyway, this will oh, about
0: Wallow. I'm gonna go back but yeah. you me, I am gonna go back and watch Willow, the, the, the tenant run. I'm gonna watch the tenant run.
3: Again. <sighs> oh yeah. It's I that is so good. good. So good. Mm-hmm. All right. So should
2: we get into our final thoughts or does anyone have yeah. anything else? Yes.
5: Uh, final, final thoughts. I, I mean I enjoy it. I don't know if it's it stands the test of time, but I mean when they get into the mountains and it's all ice, it's beautifully shot. It's shot mm-hmm. by Adrian Biddle. Mm. Who did loads of great films? He also did um, uh, Bridget Jones Two, uh, so not so great films. <laughs> but he was the focus puller. On, um, he was the focus puller, sec- first AC on Alien.
4: Okay. All wow. those years ago. Okay. Yeah.
5: So Ridley Scott and and all that. You can see that sort of all looking a little bit similar. Um, I, it looks great. Uh, I enjoyed it. I was a little bit bored, mm. but I think that's just. The ty- you know films from the eighties have a different pacing to what we're mm-hmm. used to now. Yeah, I
2: think you could cut and, uh, like a good half have... an hour out of this film, and it would like be a lot snappier up. and feel better. Totally, uh,
5: yeah, quite possibly. Uh, but uh, but I th- it looks beautiful. Like the costumes are fantastic. This the evil mm-hmm. castle is great. The 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 funny little the, the double headed hydra looks like a testicle stuck on a <laughs> but, still quite so, um, but I don't know why they chose that, but that's what they were going for, perhaps I'm not sure uh, yeah. that's why there's two of them I mean, um, I
0: could see that being intentional if he in his mind Lucas is calling it the ever it' was like a f u to Ebert and Siskel. <laughs> if he's like like not only am i making this you are the monster dickheads. you're gonna have you're oh gonna wait have that's a great idea
4: yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. it's good i, I won't uh, i don't need to watch it again for a while we can reconvene in 10 years time
4: <laughs>
5: but yeah i'm glad i watched it again i think yeah. i think uh the, the stuff in the mountain when they're in the mountains—that's my favorite bit because it looks nice in their black costumes and the white snow.
4: Yeah, mm, that—that's yeah. the
5: most visually yeah. memorable stuff of it for me. I totally.
2: think my favorite is the very beginning and like seeing this village and like I love all the costumes and like I love that they like fight the dog and we have like this epic fight scene and we get to like know this town and see how they you know their inner workings. Mm-hmm. If it re- it was very like Hobbit. It reminds you of the Hobbit village and Lord of the Rings yeah. and everything. And I loved the tone of that. And I, I thought a lot of the little people actors were phenomenal and honestly way better than some yeah. of the other actors in this film. Uh, and uh, Do you know
0: who was one of the musicians? No. Ken, Kenny Baker, R2-D2 himself. Oh,
4: oh really.
2: cool. Yeah, they were all fantastic. Even the kids were so great
3: um yeah that daughter holy crap
2: mm -hmm.
5: she was fantastic the kids were fantastic yeah when she's Mm -hmm. crying
3: in the middle of that scene like (gasps) scared
5: i hundred
4: percent i my dad
3: reflexes
4: kicked in (laughs) yeah i was yeah
3: (laughs) she did a great job phenomenal
2: yeah i for me i do agree with uh with Martin, I, I had a fun time watching it, but it, I got a little bored in the middle. And I think mm-hmm. that might be why you guys don't you, – you said you couldn't remember much of it. Because I feel like this film is, like, over two hours long. I feel like it could have been cut down. It could have been, like, yeah, a half so- an hour shorter.
4: Because
2: mm-hmm. the middle just sort of drags. And then by the time we get to the big fight, I'm just already a little gone, like, checked out. yeah. Um,
5: yeah. I mean, I mean it's, a, it's, a, it's a classic hero's journey mm-hmm. and, it, and they literally took that and they have every single beat. <laughs> I mean, Willow even, even meets, he's given his quest, which is to take the girl, uh, take the baby. And he meets the old man who's the wizard who gives him a piece of advice. Mm-hmm. He goes off, he meets, he meets the fighter who becomes his compadre. He goes off, it's, it's structurally exactly uh, uh, the journey. Yeah. But the, a lot of the journey is boring. And then they get to the, the, <laughs> where they have very long cart chases, and they're just there's a spectacle. I understand that visually they're interesting, but they're not interesting, and they don't further the plot.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: And then going going to uh, to the little island to meet Roselle and discovering she's turned herself into a, a possum, uh, it's just not really very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it feels like they and could have changed, just arrived changed. at the
2: village and she could have just been there. Yeah. Like we didn't need that whole scene of going to the island and coming back and it just felt like everything which again like you said could be the 80s pacing, but everything just felt very slow and it felt like yes. it could have been sped up and and been a tighter film. And then, to me, I guess I had higher expectations because it's George Lucas and Ron Howard, mm. and I just felt like this was a real like mixed bag of like some things were great and some things were not good, and I just had a higher expectation. Like some of the writing is bad, some of the acting is bad. The dude who played Eric is so fucking bad. Oh my god, so it's bad. Eric. Yeah, which <laughs> he was Eric? like the soldier. It's friend. not Eric. It's Eric. Eric. Yeah. Okay. It's Eric.
0: Oh, oh, the
5: blonde, the blonde. It's yeah. One syllable. Yeah, it's Eric. So
2: one
0: bad
5: the
2: acting, just Jake. awful. Yeah.
5: <laughs> uh, and he's lying. He's lying there, and uh, he's dying, and the blood yeah. coming out his mouth, and he says, "Win this battle for me." Yes. And he's just like, oh.
2: And it's like a combination of bad acting and bad writing for these the specific yes. actors. You know, these actors that are already bad are now delivering the bad lines. Unfortunately, they seem to have gotten all of them. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, there's still a lot of really great stuff. Uh, I think we didn't even talk about it, but I think Warwick Davis did an amazing job acting for only 17. My God.
5: Well, he was 17
2: in, um, Star Wars. Oh, in Star Wars. Okay. No, no, in this. this. this? I thought he was 17 in this. Yeah. He's
0: 17 in this.
5: He's like 12. He's like 12 when he got Return of the Jedi or whatever it was. Mm -hmm.
2: Cool. I didn't so, know that. That's amazing. He does a fantastic job. So there's definitely good stuff. I I'd love to see this like redone. I feel like it could. This is one of the films that could be
3: really great if they redid it properly. Oh, you know they won't. They'll CG everything. They could That's still true. put
1: Warwick Davis in the remake.
3: That would I be could. awesome. He,
5: he can, Warwick, Warwick can be leader of the tribe. Yeah, the, the high Oh Alwyn.
3: yeah, yeah. There you oh, go. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, I'll, I'll jump on this. Um, yeah, I totally agree with Ash. Could this movie be better? Absolutely. Um, has it aged 100%? No. (laughs) But there is still a surprising amount to appreciate about it. And when you are in that mood for a cheesy 80s fantasy, I would not hesitate to rewatch this. There's like, enough
1: cheese in there to make a fondue.
3: Yeah, it, and it's not like <laughs>
5: it, a fondue fantasy. Yeah,
3: it, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is an excellent term, which I think yeah, is now be right canon on our show. That is, yeah. Uh, when you're in the mood for this, it's perfect. Um, we need.
0: We need like to keep curate like lists and yes. with, like the, now like the fondue fantasy list, the battleshiping yep. list, like yep. all yes. the, like like the rewatch totally. categories.
2: This is the t-shirts, <laughs> the merch we should share. We
3: should make. Yep. Oh wait, I'm writing it down. Keep going. <laughs> okay, um, it's really hard to top that, Martin. Thanks.
5: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> well, you're welcome. Got to be
3: observing, yes um so yeah i I really I enjoyed it. I totally agree with all the criticisms, Ash, you're hundred percent right. I almost fell asleep like in the middle of this, and then kind of like woke back up and like fixed myself back up to pay attention for the fight. um had they cut out like even just fifteen minutes, I think that would have really helped, um our standards of filmmaking and pacing are very different today. And I think it definitely suffers from that sort of aging, but there's a lot to like still despite all its flaws. So I enjoyed it.
1: I have a a, uh, a theory that uh, obviously Ron Howard wasn't super great at filming the comedy here, but I think he might be a very funny person. Cause I feel like the jokes that I did laugh at, felt like they were the ones that came maybe out of like arrested development or something The at the Uh, beginning when uh you know follow the bird (laughs) flying back to the village forget the bird like (laughs) (laughs) hilarious um the one funny joke from from the little brownie dudes the uh uh you know, are you saying we should go back home? <laughs> no, this is more more fun or, you know, what, whatever. I oh, it, yeah, whatever that was, was a good one. Um, you know, the, the moments that were awkward comedy were the funny parts of this movie. And I feel like maybe Ron Howard is just a real awkward guy. Yeah. Uh, but then the George <laughs> Lucas comedy that's, you know, for kids, because George Lucas is like so about making content for kids. Uh, I feel like that might have been a lot of the other Nonsense,
2: the poop, the bird
3: pooping on the dude's face, or Mm
4: -hmm. yeah, there's a
3: lot of that, but then it goes back to like what you said, Martin of does comedy really belong in the genre? And I would argue not because it kind of cheapens the look and cheapens the world and takes you out. But what
1: about like The Princess Bride? Like that's a movie that I feel like takes the genre really seriously, but but they establish
3: the comedy.
1: The thing is, you you can can do do it, yeah, yeah, you just got to do it. Good. that's why the bird joke worked <laughs> yes, so do well, it well is because yeah. it was in in character in story and yeah. honestly like deeply relevant to the plot was that the the magicians like kind of suck and like the best thing that you know the most powerful thing that happened was the turning people into pigs but like really the the wizard fight at the end just turned out into a fist fist fight and uh, <laughs> and willow juked out the evil wizard with fake magic like, yeah. the yeah. whole thing was like, yeah, sure, there's magic, but like, you know, it the, it, it, magic's <laughs> only as good as the user is competent.
2: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, well, I love the part where the the old wizard dude, like, shakes yes, the, the bones, bones and then he's like, the bones don't tell me anything. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> like, that was so good.
1: <laughs> yeah. The whole movie was a setup to that magic ain't shit. Yeah. So anyway, anyway. that was, I, there's, so there's my, there's my comedy theory is that, there, it could have been. It could have been much funnier, but I feel like probably many hands got in the way of that. Um,
5: but uh, I think if it if it if it, need, if it needed any more comedy, like because like Princess Bride's great, we love that, but the Princess Bride is a comedy. It's mm-hmm. a yes. it's a comedy First. primarily, and it's a comedy. Yeah, set in yeah. whatever time period that is, twelfth century or something. Uh, like Monty Python and the Holy Grail is nine hundred yeah. AD. Uh, but it's a comedy. Right. And so that sets it up. Whereas if you, if this, this is a fantasy with some shit jokes in it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. Definitely that. I, feel, <laughs> I can, <it's>
0: <laughs> I can just picture Lucas writing the brownies and it's a Jar Jar moment. It's a Jar Jar Binks moment. Mm-hmm. And he's giggling to himself as he writes them. <laughs> and like, these guys are so funny. Everyone's going to love them. They're going to be the most popular yeah. part. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, and I think that's, that is where this film falls apart, is that the, uh, as a serious fantasy movie and the serious moments the the horrifying dogs the oh yeah they were the, cool uh, oh, any yeah. scene that wasn't a close up of the trolls <laughs> um
4: <laughs>
1: the uh, the hydra the honestly like even though she overacted uh, quite a bit the the evil witch and the witch fight at the end was like really intense mm-hmm. uh like all the serious parts of this movie worked really well and if it if they had just gone that route for the whole time, it would have been like a, a really cool movie. And, but mm-hmm. it, but they didn't. And it, and that's not what it was. So, uh, yeah, I probably wouldn't go back and watch this again after this. Uh, e- even though I am a fan of the Phil Tippett's particular brand of like that dated Stopmo look, uh, it's not enough to bring me back to this again.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I can care
0: uh mine's quick i don't have any disagreement with the with the criticisms that have been levied uh for me as the the net was still an enjoyable experience i would throw this on again in the future just in the background i think like i said i feel like the the net uh experience was positive and i enjoyed Mm -hmm. watching it that's i mean that's you guys said it in Everything, everything else, else yeah Pat, come yeah. up with new ideas for fuck's sake
2: stop making no. him go last then Jesus oh sorry Pat do we always make you go last Yeah. no
1: sometimes I jump in well that was a lot of fun uh, Martin thank you for joining hey. us
3: yeah, yeah. excellent oh, guest so much fun you so much. Um,
1: do you want to tell yeah. the listeners uh, where they can follow you maybe keep a lookout for an upcoming project you've got uh, what, what do you want him, What do you want them to know?
5: Yeah, yeah, sure. So my latest feature film, Atomic Apocalypse, is currently out all across North America. You can get it on all the platforms. And uh, it's on Amazon and, uh, uh, well, all the platforms. I can't think what else they're called if you live in North America and Canada. Um, and then uh, it's coming out in Europe soon. Uh, and we have a little film called A Midwinter Night's Dream, which is all done in one take. Uh, and we did it this before 1917, and the cameraman from 1917 came along. Uh, he got an Oscar mention, because uh, the cinematography uh, uh, mentioned him. His name is Charlie. He said, our film was fantastic. So that's official. Very wow. um, say, yeah. And so that's, that's that's doing festivals at the moment. That's on at Gen Con Film Festival, which is online this year. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, Ash has already seen this film. Um, and I'm on Twitter. Uh, I've seen it multiple I'm-
2: times. I'm-
4: yeah, every yeah, time it's, it's good
5: uh, I, it's so it, it was so much fun to do it was one of the most fun and stressful days i've had on set in my entire life but it, <laughs> was, so, <laughs> it was it was really good yeah yeah
2: there's costume uh, changes there's lighting shot. changes yeah. it's 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 cool
0: so if we want to see that short is that the earliest time or is that the first opportunity we'll get to see it gen con i
5: think i gen think it's con, I think it's on at the Oxford International Film Festival right now. They've gone online, so our film's uh, online for the, at least another mm-hmm. week or so. Uh, and then Gen Con in, is, I think that's in, when is it? I've forgotten. I think it's late
0: July. July. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
5: Unless they move.
4: It's, always
0: the, it's usually sure. like the weekend after GeeklyCon. So yeah.
4: yeah. So by yeah. the time yeah. this
0: comes out, people won't be able to catch it uh, at uh, the Oxford one. But we'll yeah, definitely look be out for Gen able Con. To catch Gen but Gen Con. Make sure, everyone listening, get your virtual Gen Con yeah. tickets.
2: Yeah, G- Gen Con, yep. it's July 30th, and uh, Zombie Debt also got in, so you can watch Martin's film and my film. So, you know, there you go. Double bill. cool. Yeah. Fair
5: there you time. go. And then we um, got i got a new film called Dark Heart Manor, which is coming out, but it probably won't be coming out until next year, uh, which cool. Ash has watched. I have, and, uh, yeah. Uh, she has, yes. And, uh, well, right on. Uh that, I think that's it. I think that's it for the time being. Do you yeah.
1: have like that a one is
2: is beautifully shot, by the way, Martin,
5: the dark heart manor. Thank you very much.
1: Do you have like a, a Twitter or anything people you want people to follow you on? Website. Website.
5: Yeah, I have a Twitter, Captain, Captain Mart on Twitter. And uh okay. um, website is me, just MartinGooch.com, uh which needs nice. updating, of course. Everybody's website site needs updating the day after they finished it.
4: So <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Right on. And you can, speaking of Twitter, you can also follow us on Twitter. We're at Let's Rewatch, where we do fun things like movie polls, where you can pick the movie. Or if the guests pick the movie, I tweet a screenshot so that you guys can guess the movie. And Mitch came out of nowhere right away and got it uh, right away. Good job, Mitch. All right, Mitch. Ralph also got it. I think every
1: single person got it.
2: Yeah, Ralph said that he's heard rumors of a sequel, which is interesting. I don't know if that's true. Um, And then Brad even was able to name the character Migosh in the screenshot. So extra points for Brad.
3: Well done. All right.
5: Way to go, Brad.
3: Yeah. (laughs) So if you uh, liked our podcast, uh, please give us a positive five-star review on Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. We really could use your recommendation and passing our info along to your friends. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right on. That was a, a pretty quick wrap up, wrap up guys. Um, thanks again, Martin. Uh, and for the listeners, join us next time when we watch Brotherhood of Murder. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Did you know Rob Thomas has been writing since the mid-90s?
0: The Matchbox 20 guy?
2: No, the guy behind Veronica Mars.
0: Oh, and iZombie.
2: And Cupid, Party Down, the Cupid Reboot.
0: I haven't seen those.
2: Me neither. But we should watch them, and then talk about them on our podcast.
4: Yes. We could call it the Rob Thomas... No,
2: not that one.
4: Robcast.
2: Every other Tuesday with Alex and MJ.
4: Find us at notthatrobcast.libsyn.com or wherever you download podcasts.
0: Hello, you wonderful human being. How do I know you're a wonderful human being? Well, if you're hearing this message, it means you're listening to a certain POV podcast, and that makes you awesome. Thanks for your support. This is Pat Edwards from the Let's Rewatch podcast. And for those of you who don't know me, I'm an author. My latest project is a new fifth edition D&D campaign book called The Red Opera. Inspired from the musical album and stage show of the same name, The Red Opera sends you on a twisting saga through dark and dangerous city, teeming with intrigue, magic, death, and betrayal. And warlocks. This book is lousy with warlocks and all the mischief that comes with them. (laughs) So here's what I need from you, you delightful slice of podcast listener cake. Go to the pre-launch page on Kickstarter and simply enter your email to follow the project. You're not committing to anything. You're just saying you'd like an email notification when the Kickstarter goes live. And then you can browse the truly outstanding reward tiers we've added to decide if you'd like to support the project. To find the pre-launch page, you can either go to TheRedOpera.com or if you go to my Twitter handle at ThePatEdwards, my current pinned tweet has a link. Again, thank you so much, you beautiful spoonful of human sugar. Love,
4: Pat. CPOV CertainPOV.com